0: For those of you who come with curiosities, with questions, heed the warning, you should beware. For those of you who come in search of frights and scares, fear not, for there are plenty to share. Now as the feeling trickles down your spine, and your heart begins to race and your mind resigns, close your eyes, step forth, and embrace the chill as the wind dies down and the air grows still now you find yourself at the gates and you realize there's no escape once you've crossed the domain you found found yourself playing a creeper game. let yourself sink the time is just right for there's a lesson to learn in gorge school tonight welcome to
1: Ghoul school huh part 17 17 last year I was looking back uh was that someone we kind of we ran out of uh whatever it was like the witching uh, subtitles there are I we did we, I think I think it's like 16 and mm-hmm. then we went to we were 14 and then we went beyond that then we started calling things the
2: Gowron mm-hmm. hole and his hole, remember that? I I do remember his hole. Yeah, was uh, was episode seventeen his hole? Well, this is episode seventeen. Oh, it was episode sixteen his yes, hole? Correct. Okay, we can find a new hole. Hmm. I think. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: it's uh, some continuity for the the listener who's been waiting a whole year a whole year for they, they they held out on uh the patreon and listening to me mm-hmm. Harryhausen, yeah
2: but uh they waited a year for some new whole updates yes. i believe
1: how's your whole rj
2: mine mm-hmm. uh i would say tended to oh do you know yeah. what i mean uh i i think i do <laughs>
1: you know what i mean I, I believe uh rob eagle might also know what you mean
2: yeah, he said something uh, to me in a private conversation, and uh, I'm not quite what, sure what he implied by it. Um, I don't think I'm going to repeat it. All
1: right. So if you're listening out
2: there, Rob Eagle, he, he,
1: he might not even listen to this one. I don't know. I don't know if he likes spook shows. He's not a spooker.
2: No. Yeah, but I mean, I think there's crossover because he like, is it Joan Crawford? He's really into, and she was in Trog. Yeah, that's true. That, so like that time. You, you you know a good Trog pick, right? hmm Yeah. Yeah, Jared's all, I'm all aware, for a good trog I'm aware
1: pick. of Trog's
2: works. <laughs> You're aware of what Trog has done for you lately?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And what has Trog done for you lately, Jared?
1: Could be more. Could do more.
2: Ah, do you have any Trog picks uh, to talk about tonight?
1: Uh, possibly.
2: I mean, oh, it's a matter of perspective. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Well... It's a new ghoul school. It's seventeen. Hopefully by the end of the episode we'll have some sort of hole thing. Some sort of hole we can talk about. Hole a ween. Hole a ween? Yeah, but we need a movie that somehow relates to holes. Shit. Starring John Voigt. You know There's what I like, mean? Oh,
1: I got a I have a dead
2: pit. Does that count? Like, uh, but how can we swing this back to holes? Can't like the is it the dead hole? That's a I mean it's a pit. I mean bodies get thrown into it what else i don't know they come out what else may you find in this hole
1: uh probably viscera viscera yeah you know viscera remember uh from wwf
2: viscera i know viscera like not from wwf remember mabel uh same it's the same guy no
1: yeah no yeah King, king of the ring mabel
2: the King of the Ring,
1: the King of the Ring,
2: How can you settle on just one
1: well, every year, much like ghoul schools uh, uh, you gotta do it all over again,
2: great wraparound.
1: there so that there it is there it is so uh your your creeptober's mm-hmm. been shaping up nicely, mm, mm-hmm.
2: I've had a good solid start to it. Uh, I'm about halfway through my list, and we're not even halfway through the month, so that's pretty good. That's that's not bad, or not quite half. Let's or, say two fifths.
1: Well, remember, and we got four pictures coming up.
2: Uh, I know those are on the list mm-hmm. is already, so I included them just so I, I wouldn't mess up my count. Yeah. So that I would know, you know, after the fact.
1: How often can we say that we're uh we're, we're the fun and the labor cross paths?
2: uh so far that hasn't happened to me yet. I haven't hit a wall where i've uh began to not enjoy it um what you, I,
1: the, you mean like the criteria increase podcast yeah yeah well, that's and what that i mean was... that's what i mean it's like how, how what a treat that in the midst of uh october we're gonna be watching movies that actually coincidentally tie in thematically
2: yes yes i, I mean for, for once but uh yeah, i don't know creeptober doesn't get me down at the end i'm usually done like it's like i'm done but i'm not like burnt out in a way do you know what i mean
1: how many uh criterions did you order during their 50 percent off sale during the flash sale yeah
2: how how could you count i just gave him i gave him my credit card and my social insurance i said just send me whatever S- you got send me
1: the closet
2: say Se- send me everything you can M- make
1: it varda right.
2: yeah 16 copies of vagabond please Mm -hmm. you know because one is not enough is what I always say Mm -hmm. that's what I always say throwing a little sweetie ooh ooh so if we're talking well no those will be in the episodes proper I guess so we can't really you know can't really talk about them in a certain way I saw, you know, those criterions and things like that, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Creeped over is good. The uh, weather has cooled finally and uh, the leaves are changing, which is nice. And
1: and being ripped off by the wind that's back.
2: Yeah. we Well, we had an unusually calm summer, I think.
1: I, I have also observed this.
2: No, yeah. So I don't know if that's foreboding of what's to come. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Or... Or maybe something else might happen.
1: I don't know. We don't I know. Really don't we don't, don't know. know. I saw some pics over on that Discord. It looked like you might have been at some Spirit Halloween.
2: Me? Yeah. No, no, that was Dollarama, the dollar ah, store. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh The the working man's Spirit of Halloween. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, I'll go to Spirit Halloween as soon as that uh, that movie gets released uh, on a streaming platform that isn't a pay to watch. And then uh, I'll go watch it in the spirit Halloween, as they intended.
1: Yeah, so how about that? The, uh, the movie? The, the movies that we want to watch, they're all... Not they're a all, single one. They're all supposed to be out for October for, for spookifying, and not, not available in Canada.
2: Not a single one, and it's a real pisser. You uh, know what I mean?
1: Well, it's like, what what am I doing paint for this shit?
2: We don't get uh, Terrifier 2. We don't get New Hellraiser. We don't get the monsters. Mm-hmm. Jarrett, and that's the big one.
1: That's the big one.
2: I know you were all about that monsters, man. No. And uh, and we don't get Spirit Halloween, and oh, it's a real crock of shit. I, I,
1: w- I was contemplating watching some of that uh, that new Halloween. The first one's not available on stream. It's it not... used to be on Crave. I know. It sure was. And now it's just uh,
2: Halloween kills. They took it off? Uh-huh. Really? You know... So that's kind of... Well, we can go back to this, but um, I've been trying to find Hellraiser 3 and Just Watch claims it's on Shudder. It's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on Tubi, they only have the Spanish version of uh, wow. Hellraiser 3. If only so, there
1: were some alternative means to watch these things.
2: Nope. That Can't they, do it. That
1: they shouldn't be encouraging people to do.
2: Can't do it. Well, and see, here's the real kind of thing is, I think uh every other hellraiser is on shutter except for hellraiser 3. Hmm. Or there's like what like most of them there's five or six of them on shutter and then there's like one of them that's on uh I don't know prime or something but like I ha- I could if I can just get 3 I can watch all of them. I don't know if I would do that but I could is what I'm saying. You could. I could. I
1: think, yeah, I think uh Aaron Lang double A himself was uh threatening to do just that. all all the the the
2: sequels well he's not listening to this so i doubt he'll do it that's true yeah i uh you know i'm noticing here so i'm looking at these new halloween movies and in uh in the first remake it's the mask in the top corner and it's pointed right in halloween kills the mask is in the top right pointed left and in halloween ends the mask is again in the top right pointed left And I feel like there should have been some consistency here because two of them are pointing the same direction and one of them isn't. Mm -mm -mm. What do you think about that? I don't want to. I I really would like you to watch that movie, though.
1: Well, if uh, the streaming gods smiled upon me, it would have happened. But uh, Let's see. Look, someone can uh, send me a digital code. Uh, that'd be incredible. I'll, I'll watch your digital code if you send me that. Someone, can, someone, surely out there has bought Sam, that thing. Sam, Sanchez, yes. you're listening. You, you know, you bought some of that Halloween because because you can't help yourself. Yes, you send me that. Send me that Blu-ray code.
2: It uh, it is available to rent for four ninety nine. Not
1: happening. Four ninety nine. I'm gonna pay zero
2: dollars to watch it. Four ninety nine. No, not happening. Not happening. We're nine to nine. What have you been watching on? Did you did you figure out the Shutter thing? Are you on there? Or, yeah, or not but yet?
1: I haven't watched a single thing on Shutter.
2: Oh, have you looked though to see what's on there to I, see if you I, would like to watch anything? I've give it a scan. Mm-hmm. There's a couple that I I think you would be yeah. interested in.
1: Well, for sure. No, I just uh, this has been kind of a weird start. I've uh, lost some weekends. That's true. Lots of doings and uh, Comings got, and goings. I've got, I still got that. Painting minis, uh, bug. So I, I have to kind of put things on that I'm gonna like watch, but have on in the background. You know what I'm saying?
2: I do know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is, I don't know. I don't know. So how many minis have you painted during this Creeptober?
1: Lots. I painted twenty Lots? yesterday. twenty? Really? Yeah. Dude, it's a unit. Give it a break. They're small.
2: I mean, a lot I mean, of things if, can be described if, as units. If I,
1: if I wasn't uh, contractually obligated to be here right now, I, I'd be assembling as, as, uh, at this very moment.
2: Well, I mean, there is a way around that. End it? We can just end it all for right. good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: It's the opposite of putting smiles on faces.
2: Well, yeah, but who's really listening to this? I wonder. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who's really doing it?
1: I think people. I think people are into it. People like October. They like Halloween. People do like October. We're, we're providing a service. Yeah. You know what that service is? Uh, ghoulish endeavors. Talking about movies that no one's ever going to watch, so they don't Ooh. have to. Well, who who wants
2: to start? You or me?
1: Um, how many movies do you got?
2: Me? Uh, twenty six, twenty seven.
1: Damn, damn, you're not that far off from me. I'm really yep. slacking.
2: I actually. I'm, I. I'm, I I'm even... doing.
1: I'm doing Baylog numbers here.
2: Yes, you are. Yes, you are, and people noticed. People noticed, and uh, I actually have uh, something that's not logged yet because uh, it's something you watched, Jarrett. So I wanted to surprise you with that good goodie. I watched
1: something, and you watched something.
2: Yep. Okay. Yeah, and it's probably the movie you want to talk about the least. Oh, good. It would be my imagination, but you know the runtime was pretty sweet. That's not too bad. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll kick. I'll kick us off uh, very okay. quickly. Um, pressed for time.
1: I watched yeah. some, some short films. These are both on that, um, that Kirilla, Janice Severin box set, the folk horror one. Oh yeah. All yeah. your dark horror, wood, sland smokey yeah. doo doo. Uh, there's a couple shorties that were actually just on YouTube. So I checked mm-hmm. them out that way. Uh, the very first one, the thing, the inaugural kickoff for 2022 creeped over Yep. Transformations from 1972 uh, from director Barbara Hirschfeld, uh, a tagline, Ooh. a tribal film, a, a covenant okay. of witches gather in Vermont in a feminist collective transporting short that shakes off patriarchal scrutiny during the women's ceremony where they're free to remake reality before our eyes. Transformations creates an intoxicating alchemy from the witch's interactions mm-hmm. with nature. An attempt, as Hirschfeld <laughs> remembers, to quote, use the act of filmmaking to heighten experience.
2: I feel like they uh jumped to a few things that weren't really explained beforehand. Do you know what I mean? Like, who's Hirschfeld? Bob, he, he wasn't mentioned before, you know what I mean? The director. Oh, I see. I see. Well, I, I, did, I didn't have that information privy to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So uh, I, like, didn't know, man. Okay. Uh, so how was that film? Did you enjoy it?
1: It's, uh felt long at nine minutes. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes oh. that's what happens with short films. There was nothing to this at all. Okay. It was just a bunch of people hanging out in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretending to be witches.
2: I mean, that's kind of like your thing.
1: I know, but it doesn't really do anything. I don't know. This is, I'm like, well, I guess this is on that box set. I've watched it. One off the list. I have nothing okay. to say about this. It, it, it's good. It didn't leave much of an impression. Um, I followed that up with another one of these folk horror shorts that's on the box mm-hmm. set. Um, the Legend of Sleepy Hollow from 1972. Directed okay. by one Sam Weiss. This is animated. RJ, you know about animation?
2: I've I've heard of animation. I don't know if I've ever seen one. Okay. So
1: John Carradine, who comes
2: up later. Yeah.
1: I think literally in the last movie I watched, uh, he narrates the Washington Irving story of Ichabod Crane and the Headless Horseman. That sounds cool. RJ, are you into the Headless Horseman?
2: Uh, I like Ichabod Crane. Okay. Headless Horseman? I could take him or leave him. You know,
1: uh, I feel like... Paul Dano <laughs> would be a as, great, a, great. as an Ichabod. Yeah. Or is he too, he's not lanky enough. I guess he's uh, classically. You,
2: uh, no, drawn. no, you already know if they did this, it would be Timothy Shalomon. Oh, it just would. And you know, it would, he yeah. fits the aesthetic. Why not? He's every, he's all aesthetics. I mean, he's just replacing Johnny. He's young Johnny Depp, right? So he fits into a lot of those roles and no. others.
1: Are you just I, thinking of because
2: of the Tim Burton one? Nope. Nope. Nope, not thinking about that at all. I'm thinking about Dune, actually. But Remember also, Johnny Depp's jo- Dune?
1: Johnny Depp and Dune? Yeah, do you Col- remember that? Colin he was- McLaughlin? He was, he, was pro- he was proto-Johnny Depp?
2: Well, I'm not talking about Paul. I mean, Johnny Depp was the worm, dude. Mm. Have you even seen Dune? I-, I feel
1: like the Dune's been played by many roles, uh, according to you.
2: Ah, well, well, Johnny Depp was
1: well, well, the Dune well, so someone. Might have to go back and listen to it. Well, the last time you said someone was the the worm and
2: Dune. Uh, no, I misspoke. He's not the worm. He is the Dune. He's the Dune. He is the Dune. Yeah. So that whole movie takes place on him. So
1: this is some real 1970s uh, cheap, cheap animation. I is thought that this. Good? No, th- well, I found this really ugly. Oh. I was uh, again. Not not thrilled. This is yeah. thirteen minutes long. It's not uh-huh. it doesn't feel as long as Transformations, but yeah, I don't know. I I really like the Disney version quite a bit. I think it's like it looks really mm-hmm. nice, but mm-hmm. this ooh, I know the Disney one real, it's good. real uh you know NFB vibes in the worst way. What's an NFB, Jarrett? NFB, National Film Board
2: uh that's different from nft yes okay but same idea no not the same idea
1: not at all oh
2: okay not yeah that's all. fine
1: so yeah i uh not a recommend so again starting off strong last week i mm-hmm. discussed scariest monsters in america
2: yes yeah, yeah. It sounds awesome yeah it's
1: yeah you, you, you can throw it on it's fine it's crap yeah. it's crap but it's fine Sometimes but uh, want. I watched, RJ, The Devil's Candy.
2: I have uh, been interested in this. So you tell me. <sighs> Do you like tortured artists? Is this an art isn't real kind of film?
1: No, not at all. Do you know Ethan Embry? Ethan Embry? The actor. Let's see. He's in a lot oh, of fairly Are mainstream.
2: you talking about... Uh, Preston Myers from Can't Hardly Wait I guess one of so. my absolute favorite movies uh, a guy
1: that you a movie you love so much that you didn't know that Ethan Embry was in it
2: uh, I just didn't recognize the name okay he's also Nick Papa Giorgio in Vegas Vacation another of my favorite films so this guy's batting at a thousand as far as I'm concerned
1: well I've seen Cheap Thrills and I don't remember him at all what about
2: Empire Records surely you remember him in that in I, that I
1: definitely don't because I've only seen Empire Records once.
2: Wow. And I didn't it's like, like you it. don't even care. And I didn't like it that much. But when's the last time you watched Cat Hardly? Hey, Hardly. he
1: was in Late Phases. That's, I see that. That's a good one. I don't remember
2: him in there, but... No.
1: And he's in uh, Incident on and off of Mountain Road,
2: which is... Well, oh, who uh, could forget that from, from, performance? Well,
1: it's the... So you don't you probably haven't really uh, slugged your way through the, um, oh, the Masters of Horror series.
2: Uh, not recently.
1: So this is the first... Episode, I believe. Oh, okay. From a uh, director of Phantasm, Don Cascarelli.
2: Uh, Devil's Candy was
1: N- no incident on and off a of oh, road. Which I see. Which our boy Ethan Embry was also in. Okay, okay. So Ethan Embry uh, is in a wig uh, for this yeah. full film, trying to trying to be a uh, Kirk Cobain. Yeah. Him and his wife and daughter, they're like they're like into metal. Okay. That's a, that's a characteristic, right?
2: Uh, some people say, yeah. They,
1: they buy a house. Um, okay. And, of course, it's one of those things where, you know, the realtor has to disclose that uh, some people died in the house.
2: I I heard that you actually don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's better if you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I heard, though, like if you don't explicitly ask, like if you get like one of them sleazy guys, I, they, I feel they like won't it, tell you. I think it varies uh, region to region. Right here, we didn't know. Huge elephant graveyard. Oh, shit. Horrifying stuff, dude. So
1: they're going to start showing up anytime.
2: Anytime, and right through the...
1: And they're just going to stamp your house.
2: They only moved the, the uh, tombstones. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Anyways, what were you talking about? They so bought a house. Devil's
1: Candy to buy a house. Uh, are you familiar with the work of Pruitt, Taylor, Vince, RJ? Uh,
2: who could forget the uh, pivotal pivotal actor from uh the constantine movie
1: mm-hmm.
2: what actually a, i do remember him in that he's yeah. good in that movie well,
1: what about an identity rj uh
2: is he now i don't want to spoil this movie oh you
1: can't uh, hey folks is... if you haven't if you if you have been lucky enough not to have watched identity let Let's me just ahead. let me no 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 you just i'm gonna do you a favor because you never need to watch identity because that movie is garbage and this movie got me just the same way, in the sense that I, I watched this whole fucking movie, and it's just preposterous. Yeah. But in a different kind of way. But it also features Pruitt Taylor Vince. So anyway, yeah. identity. It all takes place in the fat guy's head. Well, fat guy is back, and he's also crazy, and nice. apparently unstoppable. Even though it's like they present him as this simpleton who has a giant, uh, you know, like electric guitar, I guess. Uh, that he has to play to keep the devil's voice from telling him to do things.
2: That sounds awesome.
1: No, it's not. So anyway, because uh, cause guess what happens when he doesn't play the guitar? The demons come. He has to kill children, little kids. He kills little kids, oh. and, he, and he buries them because the children, RJ, are the devil's candy. Is that accurate? That's exactly what the movie's about. And so uh, anyway, they move into the house, and uh, Dad, he's starting to hear the voice, and the voice is influencing him and in making, like, real uh, edgelord paintings.
2: Uh, By edgelord, do you mean, like, sexy stuff?
1: Uh, No, just, like, dead kids and, like, oh, okay. goat, goat demon monsters. Okay. And, of course, there's this, like, hint that uh, <laughs> maybe his art dealer's in on this. Mm. Uh, because, there's, there, of course, it's, like, one of those uh, hilariously bad conceptual art galleries that this like guy is trying to get into which is of course not at all what those places are selling one <laughs> iota one bit and are you sure i'm positive positive. and he's like i'm Go making but- i'm making butterfly paintings for banks <laughs> uh mm. but it's not really who i am but i gotta pay the bills we got a mortgage now
2: <laughs> that's art isn't it
1: yeah Anyway, so he ruins that painting, and then he manages to make, like, some real dark art for uh, this this gallerist. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, uh, oh, God. And then that guy shows up, the guy who owns the gallery. Is it uh, Tony Amendola? Yeah, I think it's, like, Tony Amendola. He shows up, and he talks with a lot of pauses. And he's he's evil. Yes, I love your evil paintings. But that's not, <laughs> and that has nothing to do with anything else in the movie. So anyway, or uh, does it? Pruitt Taylor Vince. He really needs to, to 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 get the voice away from him. He needs to really kill uh, the daughter. Um, and he keeps going for her. and like multiple times. And and he's wearing this tracksuit the, whole, the yeah. whole time. And then like, like an
2: he, Adidas tracksuit. Yeah.
1: Actually, okay. yes, exactly, in a, a red Adidas tracksuit. And he red. keeps showing up, and no matter what, uh, it seems like you can't stop him. He just kidnaps people and talks about, like, carving them up, tacking their heads off in mm-hmm. hotel room bathrooms. But he feels bad about it. He feels bad about it. Okay. And then, yeah, so Dad feels bad about, like, being really swept into these paintings as he paints them. We're just like, oh, I forgot, I forgot where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry, my daughter. I forgot you at the, the soccer field, like Homer Simpson. Oh, oh no! And then, then one time he did, and then, and then his 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 tire blew out. But it's like the devil, and then his daughter's been kidnapped, and she's gonna uh, get hacked up in the bathroom. But then she gets away because she's classic. spunky. And, classic. Um, and then the movie has a climax where the, so now they have like literally like police officers with guns waiting in front of this farmhouse. And then, like, Pruitt Taylor just shows up and like drives his car into the other police car, jamming this lady's police legs between the vehicles and gets her head caved in by a rock. And then another cop also gets his head caved in by a rock. Because, like, wait, like, man, I thought police specialized in, like, killing, like, uh, mentally disabled people. I thought <laughs> that was their, like, specialty. But here they are in, in the movies just getting taken out by them. What's going on?
2: I mean, I'd say yes and no. <laughs> because uh, they weren't dealing with guys like Pruitt in the streets. <laughs> That's
1: right. You know what I he, mean? He got the jump on them.
2: <laughs> he got the jump on them, yeah. baby.
1: That's why they have to always shoot first, RJ. Like in real life. Wow. Well, shoot first, <laughs> ask questions later, right? So anyway, uh, this guy like figures out how to use a gun real quick. And he's like using it all... Like It's so bad. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm fumbling around that I'm so simple-minded. Uh, then he just proceeds to shoot dad. Like basically in the chest and you're thinking he's dead and then he shoots the mom who's like crawling around the floor bleeding out and you keep thinking oh man she's going to get it this movie's taking a real dark turn because of course Pruitt's got plans for the daughter's like I want to burn you alive in the bed upstairs
2: and
1: mm. then and then we get RJ CGI fire and we get an entire fight sequence yes. in in an amidst CGI fire it is so fucking stupid because no one apparently ever thought hey what actually kills people in fires
2: uh the uh, smoke usually correct smoke inhalation
1: Th- yeah you'd be you wouldn't last very long because before that fire going on there'd be a lot of smoke and they're just yeah. having they're having a fight scene that's like five minutes long among cgi fire in in a bedroom there's like a bed in the room. and That's it. It's a very realistic looking room, but with CGI fire and this fight's going on. Uh, you'll be glad to know that Pruitt does uh, start on fire, so, mm. but it's not a real full body burn. He just melts. Mm. He just burns alive. And then the dad's okay. And then everything's okay. And then you find out like, oh, he killed a bunch of kids. And maybe there is a devil. Maybe he's Jesus. Question mark. Maybe. And, and RJ, do you know who directed this film?
2: Uh yeah, James Mangold, the director of Logan, the highest rated Marvel film. Incorrect. Until Endgame? That isn't correct. Uh, is it not James Mangold? It, it sure isn't. Oh no, James Mangold did uh, Identity. <laughs> <laughs> I, you remember Identity when we were talking about Identity? I remember. Identity? I know someone who says that's their favorite movie.
1: Remember Do you remember Sean Byrne, the director of The Loved Ones? Uh, I don't know if I've seen that. Have okay. I? That's the Australian movie. A lot of people really like that movie. I think you would hate it. Real bad the loved ones? Yeah. What
2: happens in it?
1: Uh, you can read about it.
2: Is it because it's um Australian? Yes. And I have things to say about yeah. I, those guys.
1: I think I barely hope was okay with that movie. I think you would really hate it. It's kind of like Australian I the extreme. Poster.
2: Oh, extreme? Extreme,
1: French extreme.
2: Is it like high tension? Not unlike. Ah, I see. With all the
1: intelligence that one would expect from the French extreme.
2: Yeah, well, a guy that you follow gave it four stars.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of people I follow and whatnot give it like (laughs) four stars. Hmm. This movie is a lot worse than that, but man. Yeah, yeah, nothing happens. Like I, I say it a lot there, but at the end of the day, nothing really happened. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, they can't all be winners, Jared.
1: No, and this is only my first volley of films that I watched this month. That's true. And That's let me true. tell you, I don't know if it gets much better.
2: Um, Well, maybe not for you. Hey, you I've been what having been... It all the time. What have you been watching? You ever heard of Creep Van, Jared?
1: I have only become aware of Creep Van because of you, dear friend.
2: <laughs> Can I tell you something? Yeah. I know you like uh, sentient objects. Yeah, I do. But I don't know if that's what this movie is. It honestly, it makes it impossible to tell.
1: You don't know if the van's the one that's like killing people?
2: No, it's really hard to decipher, man. Uh, and a movie called Creep Van shouldn't be hard to decipher. Okay. So <laughs> this is a, this is one of Lloyd Kaufman's side ventures because he's in it, right? So I think it was not like made by Troma, but like like uh what is it distributed Relate? distributed by trauma maybe I don't even know if it's trauma but Lloyd Kaufman was in it so I just assume it. it was right okay so uh there's this van uh that's parked places and uh people try to break into it and like in a really bizarre thing is, is this
1: the bed that eats people
2: no it's not it's like uh, or wait in that movie does the bed actually not eat people well
1: yeah it does eat people because people sit in the bed and then they sink into it and it no. digests them
2: it's not like that and it's not like killer sofa. Okay killer sofa is real cool. There's implications that it could be. and that's what's confusing about this thing. So in this movie, there's like there's scenes where like dudes are like trying to break into uh, the van and like they get the window down a little bit and then instead of like reaching in to unlock it, they try to crawl into like the half open window and then the window will shoot up and it'll like cut them in half. And then like the van kind of like moves and you're like, Did the van kill that person? But then later you find out that it's this kind of big fat guy driving around in the van stalking people. What kind of guy? Like, this big fat guy. Okay. And uh you're you're like, it's it's a character point, Jerry. Um and you're kinda of like, all right, well is he the creep? Is 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 it that he's driving around? And then there's this guy, like, your lead character is this kinda of, like bro guy and uh he keeps trying to get jobs but he, he keeps He's late for work all the time because he like he's taking the bus and the bus has problems, so he's like he needs his own vehicle. The (laughs) bus, the bus has problems. Like I want to watch a sentient bus movie now. It's well, that's not this. So like this guy needs a van or like some vehicle, and the van's got a uh, for sale sign. So he keeps trying to call this guy in the van. He's like, listen, man, I want to buy your van. And uh, like the van guy doesn't get back to him. But then eventually the van starts showing up at this guy and like killing the people like the, the, the big fat guy starts starts abducting people close to this guy and then killing them in the van. And then uh, the big climax of this movie is that guy versus the big fat guy. And the big fat guy's like, I thought you were interested in the van. <laughs> and then uh, I, I got to spoil this because it's part of the it's part of the thing I don't get near the end the big fat guy is like dying and he's uh he's like he's like all right i'll sell you the van <laughs> and then he like before he dies he tries to kill the guy one last time and he he jams the uh, pink slip into the guy's mouth and he's Ace. like he's like it's your fan now <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the, the fat guy dies and then so he gets carted off and then you're left with this guy and it's him and he has the van now <laughs> So I don't know how to interpret this. Is the creep creep van the devil? I don't know. Like, I don't know if the creep van has, like, a pole where it's, like, pulling people into it by, like, some sort of draw. Or was it just that that huge fat guy? I don't know. It's really hard to understand. And I don't know what the moral of the story is.
1: Uh, Is this a recommendation?
2: (laughs) Not for a normal person. Okay. I would say, like... Maybe I don't know if you would should watch it this year, maybe in a year or two once like my I don't know if it's better fresh right now so we can try to figure out what the what the moral of this movie is. But it's definitely oh. a mini fig painting movie. Ooh. 100%. Okay. So you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not something that that demands attention. Yeah.
1: Most most of the movies that I am at, at this point are that. So this might be perfect for you then. It, it would be. I I yeah. <laughs> You know, like like I said, there's been some movies where I literally like Google or YouTube typed in horror film <laughs> enter or horror slasher enter. It's like, oh, here's like a movie from eight years ago I've never heard of. Let's
2: put that on. Okay, well, here here's actually what might sell you on this, like once and for all. This is available on Tubi. Hell yeah. So uh, uh, I've watched
1: I've watched uh, a a heckin' lot of bad shit on Tubi this
2: month. I I know I, you have, but I'm okay with that. I know you have. So, anyways, you might be a creep vanner. Mm-hmm. You might be. You might be. I'm not gonna say that you would like this movie. Sure. But uh, I, I would like someone to try to help figure this thing out. Because I don't think the movie knows what it wants to do.
1: We should have like a a book club movie that everybody watches. Before the two weeks is up before we do the last school school of the month. And, and everybody on the discord, anybody who listens, they can all watch the same. Not, it's not going to be a good movie, yeah. but it'd be readily available like on YouTube or something. Or Tubi. Well, Tubi, so, I don't know. Sometimes it might be uh, geocoded geo coded. YouTube uh, will be, if it's on YouTube, it's everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't,
2: I don't know. I don't know. Free YouTube, not paid YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's an important distinction. So, anyways, that's Creep Van. Okay. Uh Grave of the Vampire I talked about already. You did, but I watched and, it too. And uh
1: do you I watched this right after you talked about it. I watched it last
2: Wednesday evening, yeah. I do believe. What was your favorite part of *Grave of the Vampire*?
1: Where does one begin? So your description <laughs> was a little
2: off. Uh, you uh, did, you
1: didn't mention that. Uh, I, I don't think you made it clear that the vampire killed this girl's boyfriend, who, and they had just they they were like having a, like a an ongoing relationship w- yeah. where they would have had sex, and yeah. he would have she was actually pregnant
2: well i like i don't know and if then she, or, or she, she could
1: have become pregnant by the guy and then so when uh when the vampire rapes her she's yeah. like oh it's my it's my the guy who's dead the, now yes. so there's there is there's some reasons why she'd keep it rather than i want to keep this baby because i i'm i'm committed to life and then even though the doctor's <laughs> like because so there's a reason
2: yeah i mean i uh i i i know i probably didn't mention that but i I don't know if I thought it was relevant other than she has a baby and it's a vampire hybrid. Also,
1: you didn't make, you didn't mention that the lead, our lead hero is played by William Smith. And uh, who is William Smith, Jared? A man of the people who's uh, been in over 300 films and television productions, including Red Dawn, Conan the Barbarian, The Outsiders, Rumblefish, Maniac Cop, Maverick, Irresistible, Hell Comes to Frogtown, Going My Way. He's in fucking going my way, incredible, incredible. And I just and I just, wa- and I just watched him night. last night. Uncle Sam. I've watched twenty three.
2: Uh, you might uh, be doing something wrong.
1: Well, he's in a lot of uh, shitama, RJ. Yeah, a lot of shitama.
2: Kind of like Grave of the Vampire.
1: Uh, I kind of didn't mind that grave. I yeah. didn't mind See? that. That's yeah, what I said I gave it a three. It, it's uh that night. A three seems like for me. Right now, the place that I'm in in my life currently, three is a little high. But I, yeah. I I, would give this a very, like my two and a half would be like a three.
2: Yeah. No. I, yeah, that's fine. I mean, ratings don't matter. Uh, this is the only time of the year I, I actually rate stuff anyways. And that's I'm right. not rating everything. I'm just rating things that, uh, like three stars to me where it's like, if I looked back, it's like, yeah, I did uh
1: that was a decent call. So uh, the highlight again. And these are the things that I felt you slept on while talking okay. about this movie last week. Was talking about the babies being the babies gray.
2: <laughs> well, so the thing that I noticed the most was it didn't look like a baby, it, like because I talked about the stubble that no, the face but, but, had. But so you
1: never actually see the, the baby babe. while being gray, yeah. but it's just like an offhand comment by a character saying, oh man, the, the baby's gray because <laughs> it's dead, <laughs> but it's still obviously like still alive but hungry, and then it needs blood. And then when William Smith shows up, just like fucking, I don't know, he's just a really rough looking 30 years old, but he's playing a, oh, yeah. a college boy, uh-huh. and he's just this angry big big forearmed man he's trying to find his dad bad Mm -hmm. vampire
2: yep and this thing this thing blew by too
1: this thing blew by
2: i know i know and it's even got like classic 70s scenes of people at parties just talking where they're like hey cool party huh yeah it's the best so do you ever have punch there's like a five minute scene like that and it just sails right by just like that I couldn't give it all away. I couldn't give away gray babies on top of uh mm-hmm. uh some of the other I, I was mo- focused more on the physical acting pe- 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 in this
1: film. Pe- people get embodied.
2: People get Do you agree? I like I I wasn't trying to exaggerate that, but I think the last ten minutes of this film is uh is pretty good. <laughs> yes.
1: It's uh this is a good online viewing. Yeah
2: yeah like i just liked like there's i think a guy like busts through a door or something like that which i liked a lot and then i think a stunt double gets actually thrown into a wall like head first and i was just like man that guy really got thrown into that wall i dig it
1: i just want to ask rj the thing that you haven't logged yet that we're going to discuss uh was it released this calendar year Uh,
2: yes okay yes it was
1: all right continue telling me about what you've watched
2: okay well anyways grave of the vampire is cool uh I can do a couple quick ones because I don't have a ton to say. Like uh, I watched um Tales from the Hood and uh that movie was pretty cool, man. Yeah,
1: I, I think that movie's awesome. Like I yeah, it I, is yeah, I like it a lot.
2: I watched it with Andy and uh she called it an Andy pick, which Ooh, I should actually that's... I should uh, update my review here. That,
1: so she picked it or she no. was so she down with it?
2: She was down with it. Wow. Uh, she, she liked it. So Tales from the Hood anthology. You got some cool stuff. You got cop zombies. You got monster stepdads. You got plantation dolls. You have funeral home demon men. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clarence and, uh, what's, Williams third, Yeah, that dude's super cool. But I looked at it because I was like, because Andrea liked it. So I was like, I should check out. I know there's Tales from the Hood 2 and 3, but one of them has Tony Todd and one of them has um, someone else. So not Clarence yeah probably so there's like a new crypt keeper for yeah
1: i mean i think tony todd's always available
2: yeah he's one of them and then i can't remember oh the other one is uh who is the voice of spawn
1: keith david
2: in- keith david yeah keith david is uh in one of them is two one of them is three not jamie fox yet not jamie fox yes yeah but yeah keith david so, uh, Tales from the Hood is super cool, man. Uh, I'm looking at these Tales from the Hood. Uh, oh, at least 2018 is due. Oof. Oh, look at the cover. It's... I know. Fuck. The cover looks... Well, and the cover, like, the poster from Tales to the Hood is wicked. Yeah. Like, the skull, the skull with the like sunglasses. sunglasses. Yep. Oh, so cool. So, uh, oh, yeah. And the, one of the other shorter anthologies was um that, like, street violence and, uh, like... Uh, perpetuation of uh streets or like gang violence stuff i thought that was really good that one felt super spike lee uh and andrew said she's like this seems like a spike lee movie and i was like, like he did produce it and she's like oh that makes sense and i was like yeah um i i wasn't ready for the uh in that one all of the actual footage of like dudes getting lynched and stuff Oh yeah uh like it like I watch a lot of these movies, but whenever it's like actual footage of that stuff, you, it's it's always kind of jarring, you know, where you're like, <gasps> it's kind of like uh, when I was watching um, uh, the uh, what are those um, Paradise Lost documentaries when it's like clips and like it just scans over and it's like one of those dead kids actual bodies. And you're just like, <gasps> you're like, no. is that really there? Uh, anyways, Tales from the Hood is super cool. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's like that's a good one that one's good uh and then uh another like a quickie uh could be I am a ghost which uh you watched many years ago yeah I, I, I
1: barely remember it but is this part of my uh naked people series yeah
2: yes. yeah yeah so uh this is a this was a good sh- uh a good watch for one reason it's like 70 minutes long <laughs> which is super nice I described it as Chantel Ackerman's uh ghost movie because it is a uh, disjunctive and then there's lots of long lingering shots of like staircases and by long lingering I'm like I'm talking like 3 minutes at a time here which doesn't seem like a long time but it's a long time so you have a girl uh, ghost stuck in a loop where uh, she's kind of reliving some of her memories and her her death and she doesn't realize she's dead and then she starts talking to a medium and the medium's like we've talked many times uh, you always get upset that you're a ghost uh, and then uh, she eventually starts to remember And the mediums like Yeah, you need to confront uh, Your death because it's not how you thought it was. It's like you had multiple personalities You said a man or like you think a man killed you or not. You don't have multiple personalities. It's oh, yeah That's what the medium says. She's like you think a man killed you, but you killed yourself And she's like no, I can't be and then you find out you're she was possessed and that is the naked man who, uh, I, I do got to say, uh, the way that those scenes play out, there is something very eerie about that. Like yep. the way, like it's kind of goofy, but the way that this naked man is approaching, <laughs> mm-hmm. like the camera, it is a, it's it's kind of spooky.
1: Can't go, can't go wrong with a naked man.
2: Yeah. I'm not going to say full scary because uh, people are always like, what's something that's scary? But uh, when I was watching it, I was like, this is pretty spooky. And I was like, it's pretty spooky. So that was a good show. Good. No. You want any more or uh, you want to take it for a bit? Sure,
1: I'll take it for I'll take it for a ride. Okay, so yeah. you know about Dream
2: Demon? You about I, this? I, I saw it on Criterion, Criterion Channel. Channel. Yeah, so yeah. of course
1: I bought this uh, Blu-ray uh, Arrow thing like a year or so ago. Yeah. It seemed to be getting some notes. Notice, and I'm like, how else am I going to ever watch this? And then of course, you know, you buy something and then it shows up on fucking streaming. And you of go, course. thank fuck. <laughs> it's just... Uh, I, well, of course, of course. I know. So anyway, so this is directed by Harley Koklis. You know about H- Harley Koklis? One of my faves. I, so I've seen three other films by this guy. Yeah. Sorry, two total. Uh, there, are, And I've liked all of them. Uh, Dream Demons is most popular. Followed, this is also followed by Black Moon Rising, starring Tommy Lee Jones. And this is uh, also Linda Hamilton. But this is kind of based on a old John Carpenter script okay. uh, about a high-tech car. Mm. Ooh, yeah. It's not too bad. It's not not great, anything or other. But, but yeah. he also this this uh, Harley Coakley. He also directed uh, one of the good uh, uh, Burt Reynolds films,
2: Malone. <laughs> one of the good ones. Well, Malone. Oh, okay. Oh, Malone. Malone. Yeah. But it's one of the good ones. I, I mean,
1: uh, yeah, it's one of the better ones. He. Okay. He, this is actually a surprise because usually he's terrible when he doesn't have a mustache. But this one, Mm. he does. Ooh, is there anything like Gator? No, he's stashless in that, and that's Ah, why that's why it's a good one. Oh, okay. But next on my uh, the only really the last film to watch for the the Harley Cokeless uh, era though is uh, Warlords of the 21st Century, aka Battle Truck from 1992. Yeah, some some good old fashioned Mad Max rip offery. Sounds good. I like that. I want to watch that. Uh, So Dream Demon. I don't know. It's kind of like your Hellraiser type of deal mm-hmm. um, is the closest thing I would describe it. Uh, so the tagline for the film, two women trapped in a savage nightmare. Uh, as her marriage to decorated war hero Oliver, Oliver, mm-hmm. draws near mm-hmm. Well-heeled Diana, because that means she's British, moves Mm -hmm. into an apartment within an otherwise unoccupied, sprawling London house, where she starts to experience strange and terrifying nightmares. But are these troubling night terrors merely the symptom of an unsettled mind, or the sign of something far more sinister at work? Hounded by a pair of sleazy journalists, Diana soon... Uh, crosses path with, uh, paths with an American tourist Jenny who appears to have a strange connection to the foreboding house and it's dark past mm. it sounds pretty spooky Jer yeah so this movie uh, the Jenny the American she's played by uh, Kathleen Willett uh, who as I mentioned in my review I uh, she's been burned into my mind because of her role in the Charles Bronson uh, vehicle uh, Murphy's Law hmm or, Is that
2: as good as Gator?
1: No. That movie, I think you, oh, this movie, that movie would drive you fucking nuts, Murphy's Law. because Because her character has, like, some of, like, the fucking cringiest, shittiest one-liners you've ever heard mm. in a movie. Like, literally, at one point, she uh, calls somebody a snot-licking donkey fart. Classic. Classic. I,
2: I watched a new movie that had uh, one liners that also made my eyes roll. Mm-hmm. A movie some people are hailing as premier modern horror. Wow. wow. And uh, one liners are never good, jerk. So, Dream Demon. Uh, I like yeah, that. This,
1: this, this, this lady. She's going in and out of dreams. And so there's mm-hmm. fake outs and whatnot. And people keep dying inside of this house, which again, kind of reminds me of Hellraiser. Yeah. Um, and. People get caught in shadow realms of dreams, which reminds me of like a ton of things. Like there's scenes that are almost like right out of the movie House, but also like Archive 81, uh, the Upside Down type of stuff, where people are trapped in like other pocket universes where there's demons that kind of show up when it's convenient. Uh, the main demon guy is looks just like Baron Harkonnen. Ooh! So he's he's a sloppy, gross dude. So the pra- when the when the practical effects show up it's pretty mm-hmm. all right i mean if you want to watch like a fairly i'd say obscure 80s horror film and you mm-hmm. want eighties sness dream demon why not
2: i would like to watch this but i don't think i'd want to watch it this year and i don't think it'll be back on criterion channel next year the well, uh good thing i brought my... it on blu-ray Ah, even perfect, better because uh I, I mean i forgot that's what you led with but uh was I was going to say last year they did 70s horror. This year is 80. So next year, 90s fingers crossed, that would be. But I've already watched all the good 90s stuff uh, or not all of it, but I've watched a lot of it. So I I think it would be hard pressed for them to have something 90s related that I haven't already watched, you know. But yeah, that sounds cool. I did add it to my list on Criterion channel. I was like, I was like, ah, if I got nothing else to watch, I'll throw that on. But I don't know if I'll get to
1: it mm-hmm. or not. And then next up this was yeah. a, this was on YouTube and I did yeah. not have any expectations for it. But this one's actually pretty cool, RJ. Body count from nineteen eighty six. Directed Ooh. by the one and only Rogero Diadato. One of my favorites. Oh you know him. You love him. Do
2: you know why? No. It's the director no, of Cannibal Holocaust. Uh is Body Count got any animal stuff in it? Uh no, I don't think so. Right. But this I'll movie's got some. My list.
1: This movie's got some pretty sweet slasher kills in the woods, and nobody talks about this one. And I think it's a lot better than a lot of backwoods horror slashers.
2: So uh, it's not all bad news for you, then, hey?
1: No. Uh, this one was. I mean, it's exactly what you expect, but, mm. which is okay. Sometimes you want that.
2: Sometimes you want that. That's comforting. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's
1: give it. let get a tagline. The woods are alive with the sound of screaming. See, it's not, that's not. That. sounds cool. The poster's cool. The poster um, is cool. Yeah, look at the po- the poster for Body count.
2: Yeah, it's uh, like a like it's like a ghoul man with a blade. Yeah, kind of like ghoul man.
1: A bodybuilder, a junk yeah. food addict, and a wild blonde nymph and their friends Ooh, are stalked yeah. by a terrifying figure and horrific tale of murder as a fun loving group of college students explore the Colorado wilderness.
2: I mean, that all sounds good. This is sound-
1: so, this is so weird. This movie's got like a 2.6 on letterbox.
2: Yeah. But people are frequently wrong. Yeah. You know? And like, I mean, nothing makes that more clear than doing criterion movies, but also Creeptober stuff. Like, uh, Movies I'm like, man, this rules. And people shit on it. And then movies that people are like, this is amazing masterpiece cinema. And, and it's like,
1: no. And this movie's got uh, David Hess, who Ooh. is uh, that. He's the, I don't know what you would call him. That really, because you've, La- La- you've now watched Last House uh, on the left. Yeah. David Hess from that. Uh, who the dad I, or one of the rapers? One of the rapos. Okay. They the got the dark curly hair. He's, like, yeah. only in scummy movies, but that guy, I don't know. I think he's actually a really good actor. That guy yep. uh, just goes to the goes to that dark place real easy. Hmm. And got Charles yeah. Napier, who is uh, in that really awesome short film I watched ages ago called China Lake. And he's in, like, everything. You've seen Charles Napier in every film ever made, essentially. You saw him, you'd yep. be like, oh, he's always the military guy. Yeah jack ass.
2: napier is uh was the the name of the guy uh that jack nicholson played in batman 1989 that's right uh, if jack, you didn't know jack napier i believe that's what they uh credited him as i believe it's jack napier yeah
1: and you're right when you're right you're right see this you see this shirt yeah
2: you see this gun show <clears throat> self-love Right Self-love. Self-care, baby. On the air. On the air. So That's what people are here for.
1: So I, I could probably blast through this next block. So this was sure. public domain viewing. Okay. Remember, the, like, I mentioned this in one of the reviews for these. Remember Walmart would have those, like, 10 scarifying films. And there was, yeah. you'd see, like, uh-huh. I don't know, these big, thick blocks of public domain horror films yep. on, like, horrible prints. Well, yeah. That doesn't need to be a thing anymore because YouTube exists. Mm -hmm. And all those movies get uploaded. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you even get them in really good quality. They're like far beyond the ones on DVD because anyone can upload it. Movies like what? Movies like The Bat starring Vincent Price. That's actually what I wanted to watch this for is because I was like, oh, this is a Vincent Price movie I've never seen. Yeah, Yeah. Directed by one Crane Wilbur. Remember Crane Wilbur? Who could forget? His pivotal role well, in, f- in his directing Devil on Horseback, we're in the Legion now, yep. the people's enemy, the man who dared. So this is a mm-hmm. uh, American International Pictures picture, I think. Yeah. Actually, sorry, Liberty Pictures. Oh, come uh, on. So, some of these are like in that Corman camp. Uh, yeah, gonna, I'm gonna forget that. So the bat is not really a horror film. It is nope. definitely more of a mystery film with a guy killing people. It's actually very geology, and it's got some fake ass bats. Um, the, the the coolest part of this is so it's about like a Angela Lansbury, R.I.P. esque figure, uh, mm, mm-hmm. je- Jessica, uh, where she's a mystery writer. She's like kind of has like a r- you could you could say it's like her maid that she's very familiar with very close to and they live together uh, and she's taken care of by her so so they're just observing things they've got problems with bats in this old house but what's also happened is this old bank teller was ripping off his bank and while he was trying to set up some deal with Vincent Price that he, like you're gonna kill somebody and supply a body so I can fake my death and get away with the money, or else Vincent mm-hmm. Price just guns him down and lets his body burn alive in the woods. I, I think that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. But then the yeah. whole time you keep thinking, well so then there's a guy who's like wearing a complete like black outfit and a and a fedora RJ. And oh. who they who they call the bat. Is he and, smoking? And nope, he can't because he has no. You can't see his lips. He's totally in black. It's really it, visually, it's rad. It looks like a comic book, like a Steve yeah. Ditko comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so the whole thing is like, who is it? And he sneaks around. He does stuff, and they almost get him. People, more people die, uh, and then Vincent Price is. Show, you're like, oh, it's got to be him. It's got to be him. We were like, well, it can't be. It's too easy. Mm-hmm. And then it is, and then it's some guy you don't give a shit. The bat's mm-hmm. fine. This is background movie making at its finest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mm-hmm. next thing that popped up though on this like recommendations thing was House on Haunted Hill, which I've seen a few times, but I haven't yep. seen it forever. And I'm like, Vincent Price and Goofy Skeletons and mm-hmm. school Shows and Haunted Houses and quotations. Uh, mm-hmm. sign me up for a little bit of House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, uh, it's got you're gonna
2: watch the remake.
1: No, I've I've once was enough. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know about uh, what's the guy's name again? Oh, uh, Elijah Cook Jr., who is in everything. Another one of those guys like a Charles Napier. He's one of those uh, character actors who just. You name it, he's in it at some point. Yeah. He's in Rosemary's Baby. He's in of course he is. The Killing, Maltese Falcon, The Big Sleep. This, Sh- is, this is his Shane. fifth highest re- Shane. Salem's Lot, Messiah of Evil, Pat Garrett yeah. and Billy the Kid, 1941, One Eyed Jack, Blackula, Sergeant York, mm-hmm. uh, Hell's a Poppin', Haunted Hell's Palace, poppin'? Night Stalker, Day of the Outlaw. Yeah. I have okay, I've seen 26 films with elijah cook and most famously uh, you'll remember him playing a lawyer in star trek the original series which lawyer i can't remember but he's a lawyer in one of them damn okay he's in lots of crap so yeah. he's he's cool uh have you ever seen house on haunted hill i have
2: i have okay. when did i watch this i think i watched it uh oh october uh 2016 a long time it's a long time it's a long time it's got the creeptober tag though that's cool damn 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 i watched it right after i watched blackula
1: oh what a coincidence did you think you noticed hey that's that same actor
2: <laughs> i i probably didn't but uh, a more astute man may have yeah yeah Maybe. i don't even notice when this sa- when it's the same actor in the same movie that's true. Do you know what i mean that's true
1: Uh, Then I watched Screaming Skull, which is a movie that I feel like I've only ever heard bad things about. And they were all wrong? Uh, Nah, it's not that good. Uh, So this is directed by some guy named Alex Nickel from 1958. He only directed four things ever. Uh, One of them is Point of Terror. That poster is awesome. And then he directed something called Then There Were Three and a Tarzan movie. So, this is, this, is, this, is, this is his most popular tagline. The tortured ghost who claims vengeance in the bride's bedroom.
2: The vengeance is in the bedroom? Well, he's, that's where he's going to get it. Get what? The ghost.
1: <laughs> he's he's going to get vengeance. Oh, I see. Okay. Newlyweds Eric and Jenny Whitlock retire to his desolate mansion where Eric's first wife, Marianne, died from a mysterious freak accident. Mm. Um. Mm. Jenny, who has a history of mental illness, begins to see strange things, including a mysterious call, which may or may not be a product of her imagination. Well, there is it? there is a simpleton, like guy wandering around. The yeah, f- and you keep thinking, like, oh, is it him? Is he involved with this? But very clearly, he couldn't be. Yeah, uh, this movie stars nobodies, uh, unless John Hudson's somebody. I'm not familiar with him. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a couple movies with him, but he is the definition of 50s dude.
2: Mm, like uh, Brute manish. Yeah. You know about Brute men.
1: Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, you've no, heard? Not even. He's like Actor Man. Ah. Uh, yeah.
2: I love Actor Man. He's my favorite superhero.
1: Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> I've seen... I mean, these are his people. They're in it. These people... Actually, Russ Conway. He was in The War of the Worlds that you love so
2: much. Oh, as one of those uh, military men's? Uh, nope, there's no military.
1: Well, maybe in that movie, but in this, I'm not sure who we played. Anyway, uh, okay. uh, the movie ends with a conclusion with like a big diving skull attacking people, mm-hmm. getting them. That's cool. I like that. No, it's, it's I don't know if it's worth uh, going out of your way to ever watch though, but.
2: I mean, I like the I like the old the old man picks. I get to them all eventually. It's, it's
1: old. Uh, one last mm-hmm. one before I hand it back to you, though. So this this finished up the public domain run through. So another one that I, it's been on every DVD box set a million times. I've seen. I've only ever heard it's bad. I'm sure it's been Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Yeah. Um, but the brain that wouldn't die from director Joseph Green from 1962. Tagline: Alive without a body, fed. By an unspeakable horror from hell. That sounds cool. No, uh, this movie is sort of that um, the skin that I live in, uh, or a Jess Franco body switch movie, or the eyes without a face. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of story. It's about it's about a mad doctor, and um, his he's he's doing surgeries, illegal surgeries, and his his. He's supposed to knock it off, mm-hmm. but he's not. He's not knocking it off at all.
2: Did someone tell him specifically to knock it off?
1: Yeah, it might have been his like dad or his mentor. Uh, but anyways, he's driving along. There's a car accident. Uh, she dies, but he's able to attach her head to a machine to keep her alive while he goes mm-hmm. out looking for a new body. Mm-hmm. Where, where would a where would a discerning man from 1962 go look for a new body, RJ?
2: Like a Quiznos, I think. Well,
1: Quiznos wasn't around yet, I don't think.
2: Oh, it's okay. so a subway.
1: Okay, so where would you go to next?
2: I don't know, like the morgue? Maybe the, the cemetery? How, how about
1: the strip club?
2: Oh! Are there fresh corpses there? Oh,
1: they're alive, those those, oh. those ladies. And so it's all, like a good, like, I don't know, third of this movie is him just sleazin' out and, like, going after a... Uh, you know, 1960s ladies uh, mm-hmm. with their large uh tight-fitting With clothes, their what? brasiers? Oh, okay. Uh, and you know, bazoongas, RJ. You know? Oh. <laughs> and it's like, that's yes. where we, we scope it. I'm like, ah, this is really about like saving the lady a, that he loves. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. she might as well have a great rack. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. I thought that was very funny. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it's each time he's like, I got one all lined up, and they because I'm a doctor, and they're really into mm-hmm. me because uh, I'm I'm a doctor and rich probably. Um, and then like one of them goes, Why oh, my friend Caroline wants to come along, or someone sees him as he's like, oh here's another one. And he's just like literally driving down the street, and he's like, hey, you should get in my car. Oh oh right, we can go go mm-hmm. back to my place. Oh here's my friend kiss. Caroline again, uh, another one, another friend. And it's like, oh, she can come along too. Oh, never mind, never mind, another time. Because he's got to get him. He only needs one body. Mm. And then finally, the, there's yeah. this one woman who uh, was disfigured. Like she has like a little bit of a scar on her face. And he's like, perfect. I can trick her by saying I can do surgery back at my my house, <laughs> and, uh, and then it'll be a, the perfect crime. And so anyway, so this is going on. The other third of the movie is the head who talks like this and she talks a lot. Mm-hmm. And but there's but then there's also a mutant man in a cellar, uh just like kind of on the on the ensuite monster cellar of the basement. Mm-hmm. And this guy's just like a giant like arm that comes in, like tears your throat out if you're not careful. And so she's trying to convince uh the the guy on the other side of this the, the mutant man that they're on the same side because she doesn't want to live anymore she does not mm-hmm. want to live like this she wants to die and yeah. uh, so she's like uh, she, it seems to be a suggestion that maybe she's a little telepathic now but I'm not sure Ooh. anyway this movie's I give it two and a half stars it's not great but I got a lot out of it but it's kind of kind of cool though it's, it's kind of cool okay Yep. I, I look at this. All these people giving it one stars, half a stars. Oh, Howling Man knows where it's at. Three and a half stars.
2: I mean, the way you described it is pretty
1: good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not going to blow the dick off, RJ. Few things do,
2: though. Yeah. Few things but, do. But I liked it. Yeah.
1: The, the yeah, monster, it sounds good. You can see the Monster Mutant at the end. He's cool. He's cool? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I like brains. What's not to like? Yeah. We, you know what we, I mean? We, we all need them. We, you you need it. You love it. It's a brain. It's a brain.
1: So I, that's enough of me. That was like six mm-hmm. movies in a row. RJ, well, I,
2: I can easy do that. Do it. Hit me with clear it. cut Canadian Indigenous films. Sure. not made by Indigenous people. Mm-hmm. I should I should state, but uh, yeah. prominently featuring uh, Indigenous real Indigenous actors and not just Italian guys with uh, a sunburn. <laughs> which is what uh, Hollywood did for a it's a, uh, a long year or a long couple of years. Hmm. Uh, so Clear Cut is a Canadian film about a logging company that's trying to blow through uh, indigenous land and the indigenous people uh, led by um, a guy who's actually not Canadian, but he's pretty cool, uh, Floyd Red Crow Westerman. In this movie, his name is Wilf. Red Wing. He is the elder. Uh, he's trying to kind of stop these guys uh, with the aid of a white lawyer man. Uh, because that guy uh, is a lawyer. He talks the language that the white guys talk. You know, he's on the ins. They're trying to do this, but uh, the big logging company, the evil people, have basically won the right to kind of blow through all this stuff. And uh, they're about to – they're starting uh, – and they're kind of clearing out all the indigenous protesters. And uh, that white guy uh, is mad, and he's talking to Wilf, and Wilf's like, you know, maybe we should go for a, um, like a, a sweat lodge, clear the head a little bit. And in the sweat lodge, that white guy is talking about, thinking about how angry he is and how much he wants to get back to these guys. And then uh, he, you see him on screen once or twice before, but then we get the introduction of Canadian treasure Graham green you know about graham green the the author of the third man (laughs) the author of the third man the one of the best uh exports i think we had into the film industry star of yes that's right movies like gray owl not star i guess he's just in that movie but he was in maverick one of my favorite films so graham green he's a cool dude and he is the agent of anger basically and uh he kind of teams up with this or like he unwillingly teams up with or not him unwillingly. He teams up with the white guy on un, unwilling to him uh, to basically seek out vengeance on people. Uh, and uh, he kind of starts small. The people in the hotel room next to them are uh, not being very quiet. Uh, they're reporters who made light of the situation. So Graham Greene goes in and he starts duct taping people up and you're like oh shit this guy doesn't fuck around and then he's like let's go uh let's go over here for a second and they find the uh the boss of the milling company and they kidnap him and graham green's like let's go and he kind of kidnaps the lawyer guy too and takes him out to uh, a bay somewhere and Mm -hmm. uh he just kind of talks to him for a while you know Uh, and he doesn't really even say anything like because the the logging guy's like what do you want he's like i'm just here with you man He's like, we're just here together. Like, he doesn't really kind of give definitive answers. Uh, and then um, some uh, pretty gnarly. Uh, De- debarking. Debarking is uh, what how it is referenced in this. Um, and it's all kind of going to uh, what uh, happened in that sweat lodge. And Wilf shows up. And the lawyer's like, he's like, what's happening? He's like, he's like, you dreamed of violence. He's like, he's like, you can't want something, will something into the world and then be mad that it happens. So, uh, this movie is really cool. Um, one, because it's Canadian. Two, because it's, it actually features indigenous people in indigenous roles, which, uh, like sometimes didn't happen that much. Um, but uh, I do like the Canadian feel of this. Uh, there's like wabat well, bat blue signs and like stuff mm-hmm. like that all over. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, there's some cool stuff, too. Like um, when we we're watching this, because Andrea is she's pretty good with this. She was in she's she's done lots of like um, indigenous like book clubs and stuff like that. And at the university, she does lots of that stuff. And she's kind of like she's like, do you think these characters like she thought maybe Graham Green was like trickster? and then she thought maybe the little girl was trickster because she knows a lot more about that like that that little girl smoking that cigarette the little girl smoking that cigarette yeah there's a lot of good smoking in this i've started tagging things as smoking my favorite cigarette scene in this is uh graham green does a smudging with a cigarette which uh i thought was super cool i was like oh yeah (laughs) i was like i like that quite a bit um but uh yeah, like she, she, uh, I, my point is she knows a lot more about this stuff than I do, so she had a lot of good, uh, ideas about what this movie was trying to say. Um, but I don't know, this movie's super cool. The debarking scene is like, uh, pretty gnarly. It's
1: kind of what I, it's what lands it on the creeptober list.
2: Yes, without that, it's it's just maybe a thriller that I don't think makes it into creeptober proper. You could mm-hmm. do that at any time, but uh, because of that, it is a a pretty cool, uh, movie. Uh, and there's some other stuff in there too that there's there is some gnarly stuff in this, but well, there was so, a scene that was cut out where a guy gets his head bashed in, yeah. which uh, it's like if they had left that in, ooh, that would be
1: so. So this is part of that box set I was mentioning the uh, the folk uh, horror box set mm-hmm. that that's why it's on uh, Shudder now.
2: Yeah, no, but I remember uh,
1: I, I it was a pain in the butt tracking this down when I wanted to watch this like ten years yep. ago. Now it's readily available by stream on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's readily available to me, to you, the Joe Everyman, yeah, who only streams movies. Joe Lunchpail over here. Joe Lunchpail, but yeah, Clearcut's super good. Uh, or not like super. I mean, Clearcut's a good show, and uh, I think it even more so because I liked all of the Canadian stuff in here. Mm-hmm. You know, really, it felt really homey because a lot of the mm-hmm. other actors, they seem like act like they were Canadian people because of the way they talk, and it's like that's nice reminds me of me man <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. you know what doesn't remind me of me what good night mommy oh boy jared what do you know about this thing
1: the, the re- this is the remake or the original uh, no the,
2: the original okay. the original.
1: all right so uh not too much other than this movie seems to put out the um this uh, somebody else came up with this and i think uh, it's perfect so, instead of, like, saying, like, you know, the A24ification of things, we're talking yeah. about elevated horror. Mm-hmm. I got
2: I, This is a good one. Uh, Chacouterie board horror. Ooh. Chacouterie horror? Chacouterie horror? Yeah. Uh, I like that. I like, this is chicudery board horror. For sure.
1: Absolutely. For sure.
2: You're only going to see people give this four, five, four and a half stars or zero stars, yeah. I think. Is how it's gonna go. Yeah, you're
1: you're in you're in it, or you're you're done. Yeah. You're, you're out of
2: here. I was not into it. Jared. Well, not surprising. No. This is this if is I a, yeah. if I was a rating man, this is a two star at best. I think, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, so here's here's like the weird thing about this. This movie's got like a twist, and like I saw. Some of the people that I follow, like, because, um, you know, like when you pull up the page, the first three reviews are like reviews from friends. And I saw some people like that were kind of like, ah, don't be like those guys who say that you saw the twist coming and stuff like that. But I was watching this and like five minutes in, it's like, I think this is what this movie is about. And then it happens. And like, I don't think they actually try to hide it at all. Like, it right. seems like it seems really, really obvious from like one of the first scenes you're just kind do, of like
1: does the poster not frame it that way or i think so I, do I've, you know what the twist is with i know this absolutely movie? nothing about it other but other all i have to see is like the poster and read a description i go well there's only so many ways that this can go i've yeah. seen nothing about it it's been on my watch list for a long time yeah um Despite, I mean, I'm not surprised that you don't like this. Uh, Yeah. Well, because it's like Haneke-ish, right? It is. It is. Yeah. Like that. You're not a fan of that cold, clinical style that often people attribute to Cronenberg, but I think that is actually inaccurate. I think. Yes. um, I agree. But yeah. So this is.
2: Yeah. And funnily enough, the American remake has Naomi Watts, who is in the Haneke remake of Funny Games. So she's just like. The Shakurdi Board horror remake star for remember, whatever reason. Remember how she was in The, the Ring or something? Yes. And yeah, she was in that as well. Re- remake queen. She's the remake queen for whatever reason. Um, but anyways, I think this movie has a cool premise. So a lady gets like reconstructive surgery on her face and she comes home to her identical twin boys and they don't recognize her anymore and, they're, and she's like they think she's not acting the same. So they're like, it's not our mom. And they think that so strongly to the point that they actually eventually, uh, tie her up and start to torture her. And they're like, where is our real mom? Tell us, tell us. Uh, and I actually think I actually don't mind that premise. And this movie does like, it looks really good and it is pretty smooth, but, uh, I think the twist is really corny. (laughs) Uh, like you get to it and like you'll you'll have figured it out by that time but when it actually happens you're just kind of like okay <laughs> like you know what I mean like you're just like okay that's fine that's whatever mm-hmm. um, and I don't know this movie's got a couple weird things like uh, these boys have a, a cockroach like a aquari- or like terrarium where it's just like a huge tank with like hundreds of cockroaches which is just for like bug gross out stuff but I was like why would these boys have thousands of cockroaches? I don't get it. Is that something people do?
1: Uh, we'll talk about it when I, we talk about the willies.
2: If that oh, happens. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, well, anyways. It's, I, it's um, more about flies. Okay. That's kind of fine. I don't have a huge thing against cockroaches. I was just kind of like, Cockroach? I think that's, I, I just think it's kind of dumb. Do you know what I mean? It's like, why are these boys? And if someone, if a little kid did that in real life, I would call him dumb too. Say you're a dumb little kid. And I want you to know that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I wasn't huge into it. It's a well put together movie, but uh, I thought it was kind of goofy. By the time you hit the end, there's there's one scene that's pretty tense where uh, some UNICEF workers basically come over mm-hmm. while uh, the mom is uh, tied up upstairs, and the actual torture stuff, like um, it is very it's little kid kind of centric torture ideas where it's like we're gonna do this, but then it gets kind of a little bit more extreme. Uh, but, uh, like that stuff's pretty gnarly. Um, there's a lot of super glue in this movie. Hmm. I don't know. I think you would be okay with this. You'd be like, ah, <laughs> oh, it's okay. You know? And then I watched The Empty Man, which is a movie yeah. that is over two hours long.
1: Holy shit.
2: Yeah. So I, I think The Empty Man's okay. Uh, this is one too that, uh, just like, briefly because you've talked about this in previous school schools uh this movie's got wicker man syndrome where it's like i don't know at what point like again you're watching this and you go is the lead character the one yeah they're really kind of going for here and then it ends up being that and then you go okay but i do think this movie does like the uh the like modern urban monster better than what i think i haven't seen movies like the bye-bye man and the crooked man and the slender man but i'm assuming that's what these those movies are trying to be is this thing right
1: well this movie needed more
2: like things like at the end of a hallway and then like going. well this movie does have a dementor as the as the (sighs) empty man which i thought was kind of lame because it's just like a cloaked figure that kind of floats and i was like kind of i was like that's kind of lame in terms of what these things could be. But the real standout is that uh, the daughter who they suspect has gone kind of nuts and like killed herself. She's got a journal and she's got the lyrics to Pearl Jam's daughter written out. And I was like, what a weird thing to include in this. That's not what that song's about. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? But there were a couple things I did think was funny. Uh, What it was, or like that I actually enjoyed was while it's unraveling for the main guy at the end, like he keeps saying stuff. He's like, I'm from San San Francisco, man. And the first couple times you say it, or he says it, you're like, that's a weird thing to say. And then it kind of happens more, and you're like,
0: oh. Uh,
2: And this movie also has Circle running. So.
1: Can, Which, you ex- uh, can you explain that to the people who only watch uh, or listen to Creeptober uh, once
2: a uh, once a year? If you them? haven't seen the pivotal film, Cell. Cell, but that's you,
1: the. What's that one again? Is that the one with Vincent D'Onofrio? Uh,
2: no, I think you're thinking of a different film where he's skyping and Jennifer or is, Lopez. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's the cell, or is oh, that just cell as well? The cell, as the opposed cell. to
1: cell, and not to be definitely not to be confused with in cell
2: in cell yeah very different streams here Dre. uh cell the the stephen king classic brought to life with john cusack of all people and Sammy uh, jackson and sammy jackson circle running is when you have large groups of people running in a circle usually around some sort of totem in cell it's a cell phone tower in the empty man it's a pole that they are running around okay. in a circle and by running, I mean very quick walking, but concentric circles. Yes. You know what I mean, Jared? Mm-hmm. Uh, I As soon as I saw that, I, I think I had to stop the movie for a second. I was like, <laughs> I was like what? You are scared. <laughs> I oh, well, man, this is so spooky. <laughs> this uh, religious cult is running in a circle.
1: Yeah. Whoa.
2: yeah. Uh, I don't mind the empty man, but there's some goofy stuff in it's, there. It's,
1: yeah, it's trying to do a lot. Because then they, they it do is. a little bit of Scientology stuff thrown in yeah. there. Um, mm-hmm. or like, yeah, I kind of like, well, this is a very, like that the church that they're at. It's like, that is very much a Scientology
2: church. Like, yes. Yeah. But well, yeah, it, so. it
1: has nothing to do with anything. And
2: then, yeah, the, yep. but
1: again, that first 20 minutes though.
2: The, oh, uh, when it's kind of like the, the short film. Yeah. That stuff is cool. I, I did like that.
1: Yeah. Particularly, uh, uh, especially like the kind of like the, the first bit where the man falls down. And then sees a the thing. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we going to see more of this? No. No, nope, you're never no, again. No,
2: you're not. You're gonna never get, again. You're going to get ripped off. Yeah. So that's too bad. No. Do, do you want to hear about Meat Cleaver Massacre? Or do you yeah. want to take over No, again? no, no. You tell me about this Meat Cleaver Massacre. I told you about this a little bit last week. The reason I watched this is because the top billing is to Christopher Lee. Sir Christopher Lee and i i try to Saruman a, himself Saruman himself and i count try to get, dooku <laughs> count dooku i like to have i don't have any rules for Cryptober because rules are stupid but i do like to have a christopher lee movie and like a brad durif movie and a hammer movie if i can just because do we, do we i'm have trying a, to work through do, those catalogs do we
1: have a brad Duriff
2: in my list currently not tonight to talk about okay. but i do have a 90s pick uh with kind of a all-star cast, I'll send you a link to the okay. link to this. It's got an all-star cast with other Star Wars actors, actually. Um,
1: but, oh, uh, I know
2: what you're talking about. Night Watch, baby. Yeah, you and well, yeah, you and uh, anyways, um, Me Cleaver Massacre. So I watched this because of. Christopher Lee and then like I was like half an hour 45 minutes into it or something and I was like where the fuck is Christopher Lee I was like he's not in this at all I was like is he just gonna walk by on frame and not even that not even that he's credited as the narrator and as far as I can remember this movie doesn't even have a narrator so I think it's total horseshit like complete horseshit this movie had some funny Italian stuff in it that I I got some screenshots for funny (laughs) how um
1: did it amuse you?
2: It amused me. Yeah. And well, it's like a dude doing stand-up and he's like, hey, paisans, any Italians in the crowd? It's like stuff like that. That's pretty good. Which man. I liked. Uh, this yeah. movie is... <laughs> it, it is good. I, I'll send you those screenshots too. I like those. Uh, it's got a a decent print uh, set for like one of these late 70s movies where uh, it's an occult like folklore his, uh, history professor at a university. So he's talking about like... Uh, demons in paintings and like his favorite is this one demon in a painting and, and like it's attributed to like this town that was cursed or whatever and I was like yeah yeah I'm here I'm here I like this and then he like comes out of class and there's like some of the students are like they're like great lecture professor and there's this really shitty kid in all denim and he's like you don't believe this do you and the professor's like he's like well he's like I like it and the kid's like you're a real piece of shit professor and the professor's like I'm sorry you feel that way and then he kind of leaves and the kid's like, fuck that guy. Like, it's a very like the professor's is very uh, casual or like understanding. But the guy's like, fuck him. So he gets all his frat buddies and he, he's like, let's go scare the professor. What they end up doing is killing his entire family just on a whim. They're they're like, oh, shit, this prank's gone too far. We better kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't kill him. They only knock him unconscious. So when he wakes up and he's informed that his entire family is killed, he uh, recites some Latin, and then the demon from his favorite painting comes to life and then seeks revenge out on these boys, uh, one by one. Uh, the monster's... like He's kind of like a trog, actually. He's just kind of like oh. a hairy, mongoloid guy, mm-hmm. now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, but uh, this movie's got some dog violence. Uh, this movie's got smoking. Which I like. It's got cold ones. A lot of dudes having a cold ones. But the worst thing about Meat Cleaver Massacre is there is a scene where a a guy gets two slices of bread, puts some mayo in it, and then eats it. And that's it, Jarrett. Just a mayonnaise sandwich. And I thought it was pretty gross. I thought it was pretty gross.
1: Not a recommend
2: no it sounds like talking about it it sounds better than it is you know what i mean like that stuff all sounds cool like professors then, like wheeling demons into life but but then there's the act of watching it there's the act of watching it like i don't know if this would even be a good minifig painting movie because yeah, like it doesn't sound good at all yeah no meat cleaver massacre uh and there's no meat cleaver in this movie either which is kind of a like a bait and switch horseshit so, so, not good. But what about you? Did you watch any movies this week? You ever heard of a little movie called Night Killer? I haven't. Until a- now. AKA Non
1: Opri Quella Porta 3.
2: Uh, yeah, I love that.
1: AKA Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. <laughs> oh. No, no. Oh, okay. No. Uh, so, th- this movie is directed by uh, the Dream Team of hmm? Bruno Matai. Mm-hmm. and Claudio Fragasso. Oh. These, these good Italian I know Bruno. Boys. You know Bruno. May, I know Bruno. Mayt- I don't Maytai. know if I know Claudio. Oh,
2: yes. Wow. You've oh, f- I've watched two of his films. You have? Troll.
1: Two. two. Yeah.
2: And what else? Oh, Double Target.
1: Hmm.
2: Did I watch Double Target with you?
1: Uh, Maybe. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. So Night Killer. Melanie Beck is the only surviving victim of a killer rapist who wears a Freddy Krueger-esque mask and claw. Despite having seen the killer's face, Beck has blocked it from her memory. Becoming suicidal, Mm -hmm. she tries to kill herself on the beach, but is saved by Axel, another rapist sleazeball, who keeps her locked in his hotel room. All this builds to a mind-blowing conclusion. Another rapist? Another one. How many are there in this film? All men are rapists, R.J. So, so this movie, I I didn't read very closely. I thought this was just going to be like it's called Night Killer. So I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. he kills people in their dreams. So this is going to be a Freddy Krueger knockoff movie. Cool, sure, I'm down with that. I Bruno Matai and Claudio Fragasso. This is going to be a good time. And then mm-hmm. uh, then the cost the the costume shows up with because it's like an aerobics. Uh, dance number at a in a play, which again reminds me of a lot of early or late eighties, early nineties Italian movies, and they love like production and theatricality and that post Argento world. Uh-huh. Um, the uh, one any of one of the Bava's or Argentos or whomever. So anyway, this movie has this guy show up, the Freddy Krueger dude, and I'm like, holy fuck, that's like the worst mask I've ever seen. Then it's like, like it has a seam in the back. Like, what do they? What do they go? (laughs) They don't care at all. This is shameless. I kind of, I kind of like it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then it turns out, no, the guy's wearing a mask. And it's like, oh, it's uh, a plot point. It's a plot point because, of course, you find out it's a Freddy Krueger esque mask and claw. So there's a guy supposed to be, and it is atrocious. This mask. It doesn't Mm -hmm. doesn't, like. There's no attempt to. But I do wonder if they changed their mind when they realized how bad the mask is going to look. Mm-hmm. and so
2: they they are like, we should just we should just make it up front that it's yeah it I got gotcha. you they should have kept it, yeah, would have been more honest,
1: yeah, this movie, I don't know, I don't think I disliked it, but I don't remember anything about it at this point, even like mm-hmm. that was only like a week ago that I watched this, it's fine, but it's fine. i I forget things frequently, yeah, this one. And I actually yeah. did watch this one too. <laughs> I wasn't like I was like actually yeah. sitting, but I'm like I don't know what happened. I think I was just laughing at the mask and the yeah. and, and the long butts that I'm sure were there. That's how like, how long? Nah, I'm mid,
2: mid, mid to long. Yeah. Okay. Standard size. Okay, that's fine, I guess.
1: But yeah, there's like some yeah, crotch grabbing, like some what like crotch grabbing. Some ladies oh, okay. grabbing this Kruger dude's dick. Okay. He's but he's fake Kruger. Anyways, uh, the poster's pretty good, but I mean I don't remember anything about it, so I don't know. I I can't recommend it. I don't think it's fine. Anyway, you don't have
2: to recommend anything. So
1: my YouTube score uh, Mm -hmm. upon looking up horror slasher is this movie called Open Twenty Four Hours. Okay. I just clicked on it and I'm like let let, let's let's see what happens. Uh, This is directed by a guy named uh, uh, Patrick uh, Reynolds. Seems yep. like he's directed uh, about five or six films. Okay. This one is um, it's very green. There's a lot of green footage outside. Okay, uh, is that good? I, I don't know. Does that sound good to you?
2: When you say green, like like plant life or green no, screen,
1: gr- green lighting.
2: Oh, I mean, I don't know.
1: So the tagline: "Pray you never run out of gas." Um, which, which makes no sense.
2: Yeah, because like I, a I lot would of places I, I you could would, run out of gas. Yeah, I would,
1: I would love to never have to fill up my gas tank ever again. That'd be a lot of savings.
2: Yeah, that'd be incredible, incredible.
1: After setting her serial killer boyfriend on fire, a paranoid, delusional woman gets a job at an all-night gas station the isolation triggers her anxiety and hallucinations with devastatingly gory results. Hmm. How gory? Uh, this feels like an Adam Wingard film. <sighs> but not even that good. Not a good...
2: Yeah. yeah. I gotcha.
1: So uh, this, this description's pretty pants, too. Like, that's not... It's not because she's alone in the gas station for, like, less than eight hours. So she's... How was it go? She's, she went to jail too because essentially they're kind of doing a like Carla Homolka type deal where she was kind of f- forced to watch her b- boyfriend murder women in front of her. And she was like, the idea was, like, well, how could you go along with this? If you knew all along, you should have gone to the police immediately. But it's, it's not so simple. And so, mm-hmm. anyway, she finally had enough with this guy drowning women in front of her for kicks. Uh, she sets him on fire. He goes to jail. Uh, she goes to jail for, you know, her own part in all of this, but now she's trying to start all over and the only, she's out on parole and her parole officer says, Hey, you can go work at this gas station.
0: Mm.
1: So she gets a job at the gas station. She gets mm-hmm. to meet all the creepy dudes. Uh, there's a mm-hmm. the guy who works there. He's kind of creepy. And then she meets a like, one truck driver guy. He seems pretty creepy and horny. And yeah, her friend that she, who takes her to her first shift, uh, she's immediately killed, um, Mm -hmm. uh, stabbed through the face kind of thing while in her car by this, uh, the only thing I describe it as like raincoat cloaked individual that just reminds, it's like a slick more, but it's kind of like the outfit that uh, Bruce Willis has in Unbreakable. I like that outfit. Yeah, it's like, oh, but it's a super villain as opposed to a super hero. But anyway, so a lot of coincidences occur in this film, a lot. Yeah, (laughs) because yeah. So anyway, this is spoilers. You don't need. No one needs to watch this at all. Uh, I was I was gonna tell everyone. It it is. This is extremely whatever. It's not terrible, but it's not good. I am trying to remember. Oh, so her boyfriend just like escapes from jail, and he's actually there. But the whole time you are thinking, oh, it's in her mind. It's like no, he's there. He's fine, and he's like. (laughs) It's like, how did he get out? No, no explanation. He he broke out because he knew she's out and I know where she's going to be working. At this gas station in the middle of nowhere. But also at the exact same time, a mother of one of the victims has come also to get revenge on her. Ooh. At, all in the same night. In a sexy way? No. A, oh. violent, a violent, messy way. Uh, so the movie oh, like, kind of toward the end, people wind up getting tied to chairs. People get like... Their head, heads caved in. That is kind of like the a weird cliche I've noticed in a lot of horror movies these days is how heads. realistic can we make a head cave in, and it's all irreversible's fault, hundred uh, percent.
2: I haven't seen that. Yeah,
1: there's a there's a pretty gnarly one in there, but I I feel like that one a lot of people watch and it has stuck with them too, and they kind of want to reenact that and do it do it their way, and it's mm-hmm. just like yeah, I mean whatever, you're just doing the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's I'm with It's odd. They're like, look at this head.
2: And you go, do we gotta? Yeah. Do we gotta? No. Oh. Uh, then
1: watch the th- I'll, I'll run through a few short films. I right. uh, watched this one called Guest. That is it's metaphors. But it's not too bad. It's nothing too special. It's from like two years ago. Again, I give it two and a half stars because I think I... Part of me likes it, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, wow, I feel like there's too many of these. And like literally the next like three short films I watched, they're all kind of like doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Where it's like I'm alone in a room, and it's very t- it's very slow, and everybody talks quietly, and everything's gray or blue, and it's always a domestic scene because we don't shoot outside because that costs more money, and, we'll, mm-hmm. and you can you can shoot something in your apartment, and we're gonna be like a we're gonna make a big festival hit or an online hit, and then we'll we'll flip it around, and then we'll make a movie for New Line that and, and no one will ever talk about it ever again because we're gonna make a feature length adaptation of our short film. I mean, they, that's what all like every single one of these feels like that uh including sure they're all hoping for that don't look away mm. which is from 2017 um for some reason there is something about the way that this poster has been put compiled for this short film uh that has ari aster vibes to it but this mm-hmm. holy fuck the, the acting in this short don't look away uh is mm. pretty premium pretty pretty much some of the worst acting I've seen this month so far oh and that says something Uh the, yeah it's almost worth watching for how bad acting can be yeah yeah uh, so I would just, recommend just it just so
2: you know what good acting
1: how, how is. Creepy, Hey, how creepy is Christopher Nolan Scarecrow to you a sack over the head like with an creepy? eye hole yeah that's what I this, mean that's what this is that it's that horror
2: Oh, okay. I mean I thought he looked like cool, but like not creepy. Yeah. This
1: is what this is all it's about. And it's got it follows kind of stuff to it as well. Even though I think they're probably almost close to concurrent, though what year did it follows come out probably? Twenty sixteen? Okay. So like the year earlier, so someone watched it and went, Bro I got an idea. (laughs) Yeah. Don't look away. Get it?
2: I, I do, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, Jared, I do get it. And then I watched uh, another short called "I Heard It Too" from 2014, and not <laughs> I'm, good. I'm glad you didn't tell me to watch it. Don't like what was that one you made me watch last oh, year? Oh, that was awesome, though. <laughs>
1: that you loved
2: it. The the smiley man or I, okay like okay this shit.
1: year this year I'm telling you uh, watch don't look away. <laughs> Nope. Yeah, it's only, no.
2: it's eight minutes long. Eight minutes? If it was like two minutes, I would have even been eight. like, eh. "Oh, you know,
1: this is um, like Neil Breen levels of acting performances." <laughs> the dad when he shows up, oh, it's so it's incredible.
2: If I watch any, it'll maybe be that one. Yeah, maybe
1: because it's bad. But I would say if you want to watch one that's like actually almost good, guest is by Finn Callan. The, okay. The 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 creature in it or whatever is pretty neat. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Okay. It's simple. It's very simple. It's probably got the most like. It's actually got an idea rather than oh, I'm trying to go to bed and there's something trying to eat me, or do <laughs> that, something do something at me. Something keeps unplugging my nightlight. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you know you know about that. I do. Right? Ah!
2: All too well. Yeah, that one's pretty
1: cool. That All one's too still, well. that's pretty cool. It's it's a yeah. classic. I think I gave that thing fucking four stars. Because it's so... Uh, it's so yeah, it's, so, it's like, the, like the short film. I think it's
2: like... Yeah, it, it's effective.
1: It's very effective. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. But yeah, everyone's trying to do the exact same fucking thing over and over and over again. And then sometimes people even try to make an entire movie about it. And that's just not a good idea. Yeah.
2: It's not yeah. a good idea. Yeah, or making a podcast on it, you know? Oof, don't do that. Even worse. Uh, RJ, what do what you what have you been watching? Jared, do you know about art? The clown.
1: Oh, oh, you ruined it. You could have said, "Do you know about art?" Do you know about art, Jared? I know. I studied art history, RJ. And what did you learn? I learned um, that sometimes mm-hmm. there, there is still the possibility, even in this. Broken down world as we mm-hmm. you know trudge our way through the 21st century with what what uh, real horrors and disappointments and tragedies mm-hmm. are going to befall us and mm-hmm. mediocre horror film and mm-hmm. shit cinema there is still the possibility for a a unique voice and execution of an idea and, that uh, that can transcend uh, the, the, this dark time that we find ourselves in.
2: What kind of idea do you think you're talking about here? When you say an idea, what's the uh,
1: an, idea? an idea of like? You know, lot of, any any old asshole in the world can be like, dude, I got the sickest idea, and they go, whoa, 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 dude, I've I've never heard you sound so enthusiastic ever <laughs> in your life before about anything. What what are you talking about, dude? Dude, I I, I got this idea. You know, you know, clowns. It's like, yeah, man, fucking clowns are scary. I know, right? But you know, you watch <laughs> fucking movies, and clowns fucking suck. I mean, mm-hmm. Joker's Joker's cool and shit, man. He's lit. He's yeah. But you know, they, no one's ever done clowns right. And everyone's everyone every every filmmaker has had this conversation with their friend about sick clowns and making a real a real clown movie. Finally, you know, for the for the the juggalos out there, for the fam yeah. for the family,
2: mm-hmm. and they always
1: fall flat on their face. It's always this, like, shitty clown movies. And mm-hmm. then, you know, one day you see there's this, like, fucking clown, like, on these, like, posters for something called Terrifier. And something <laughs> called, and you hear about something called All Hallows Eve, which just sounds like... One of a million Halloween movies that come out every single... Straight to video. Every, every, straight to stream, straight to mm-hmm. video for years and years and years. And horror fans, they they tune in and they're like, well, maybe this will be the one. This will be the one that really does it. And finally shows me a new vision of horror. And then, and- and then finally, sometimes Perseverance pays off. Because every once in a while, we get Art the Clown.
2: Tell me about art, Jarrett. Tell me about
1: Art the Clown. Art, art, as uh, some might say, some have said, (laughs) is a bad dude.
2: Some have said that. I don't know who would say such a thing. Or if it's even a unique idea that's only ever been presented once.
1: Uh, I noted once that uh, recently that that, uh, you had uh, made your way through, up up to uh, not including the uh, sequel, Mm-hmm. That, that's uh making its way i guess some time to us but you rj had just embraced the art lifestyle became well he bohe- became a real bohemian
2: it, it was an easy task yeah it's an easy task because two short films are actually double dipped in this pantheon of four entries yeah. Yeah, you, so you, you, uh, didn't,
1: you didn't need to watch those
2: No, I just checked to see if they were the same or not, and they were, so uh, the hard work was done for me. Um, But uh, yeah, I I dipped into Art the Clown, and I know you said, let it breathe, give it time, but uh, I did All Hallows' Eve, and I saw that the two shorts were the exact same, so I said...
1: Warts and all. Did you you watch all of All Hallows'
2: Eve? I I sure did, Jared. Okay. I sure did. All right. Because the... All How Is Eve is an anthology. Three of uh, three shorts and a wraparound. Two of the shorts are the introduction and perseverance of art the clown. And then uh, there's a uh, the short in the middle is an alien based one which I'm also all about. Uh, and then uh, that's it for All How Is Eve and then Terrifier is the spotlight yeah. of art. on
1: art so, on the on the real show.
2: So I, kn- I know you said to space it out, but I did All Hallows Eve, which isn't long. It's like 80 minutes or something. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I was like, Terrifier is right here. It's on Tubi. I can check it out. Tubi Life. So I, I checked that out, too. Um, so uh, the two shorts are called uh, Ninth, The Ninth Circle and then Terrifier, which uh, I know is confusing to people. Uh, and then those two are present in All Hallows Eve. So All Hallows Eve lady is babysitting uh, her friend's kids and uh, they're watching movies and it's nothing too bad, bad. And the kid's trying to eat his candy. They're about to go to bed and he finds a VHS tape uh, inside his candy bucket. And they said, someone slipped him a tape. And I actually, I related to this because uh, I don't know if I've ever mentioned on the show, but like, have you ever gotten a potato trick or treating like a single potato? I have not. So this happened to me and my buddies, like every year, one of us would get a potato. We don't know what house it came from. We wouldn't all have it. There was just always a single potato in the candy bag. And uh, so I think it was someone in the neighborhood was just slipping in out of like all the masses, a single potato once in a while into a candy bag. Like, you know, in the hand, like put it in the pillowcase. It's it's for your parents. It's for your parents. Yeah. And it's always like a sure potato. Make sure they get some good nutrients out of this. Well, it's got good starches, Jared. Yeah. You know what they say about starch? Mm-hmm. Got uh, to leave the skin on. Hmm. Great fiber. It's great for your colon. Yep. So, um, mm-hmm. so I, I kind of related it to this because I remember when this happened, we were we'd always talking to be like, "Did you see when this happened?" And it was like, "No, I had no I, Like, I have no idea where this came from. So it can happen. People can slip stuff in there. The potato is a harmless one, uh, and I think that's a good prank, something that should live on. But uh, this kid finds a VHS, so. They're like, can we watch it? And she's like, I don't know. And she's like, all right, let's try. Let's Let's, throw watch, it in. let's watch the anonymous tape. <laughs> let's watch the anonymous tape. So they throw it in. And uh, the first video is the Ninth Circle, which is the introduction to art. And this is pre-finalized uh, like finalized art makeup, is what I should say. He's not quite the art that you know from the Terrifier posters. His uh, prosthetics aren't there. So it's just kind of the makeup. But he's still art. Uh, he's in a train station with a girl and girl uh doesn't really want to be near him but he's like you know art's kind of art's kind of a scamp Jarrett. he's kind of playful yeah uh in in the mime sense where he does you know kind of playful things but his presence is always kind of intimidating i would say so he's there and uh lady's like kind of avoiding him and he kind of makes like tries to offer her candy she takes it and he he gives her an injection art is a man who is not afraid to pull out the syringe once in a while (laughs) uh he uses that play a couple times uh girl wakes up chained to in like a well or not a well like a like an abandoned rail uh like alley or something uh there's two other girls chained there and she's trying to ask what's going on and they say we don't know we woke up here But there was three of us and then the chain pulled and one of us went away and you go, oh, shit. And uh, this girl's like, well, let's go see what's at the end of the tunnel. And they're like, no, 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 it's better to just wait it out because hopefully someone will find us. And she's like, I don't know. And as they're talking, one of the girls gets dragged away. (laughs) So the other two have to act and they go and uh, they break their way out. And then they encounter Mongoloid man with like a cleaver. He's kind of like a mutant chud kind of a thing uh, they kind of break out and then they're trying to walk the halls and then they encounter other demon type things and like homeless people who are actually demon homeless people. But like, you can't tell at first until you look in their shopping cart and it's full of like body parts or whatever. (laughs) Uh, and then the head girl, she encounters, um, I believe the devil, the literal devil. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we get a Rosemary's baby kind of sequence and then that happens. And then, uh, that's the end of the short and it cuts back to uh, All Hallows Eve and the lady's like I don't know if we should be watching this and they're like come on and she's like uh, alright one more maybe or she sends them to bed but then they keep watching second installment Alien Home Invasion which uh, I wasn't I wasn't, uh, I wasn't put off by it you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's kind of like I like this the alien design is pretty crummy but uh, I was kind of like I see what they're going for here it's kind of alien poking around a, a house and it's like a home invasion thing right didn't mind it and uh in that uh, thing too their uh art is present but only in art form mm-hmm. art form jared so the, like the uh painting was they're there. moving in and they're like where would this painting come from and they're like we don't know or or is like my husband just had the urge to paint it today but he doesn't know why uh and then at the end when the alien gets her the like because she put a cloth over it because it bugged her and then when the cloth comes out it's a big painting of art and his face and so you go ah, oh, there's art that scamp mm-hmm. uh and then it comes back to lady she's kind of getting scared she's hearing stuff she goes and checks on the kids they're sleeping together because they got scared too uh and then she goes back downstairs and she's got the pole she's like you know i gotta keep watching this video mm-hmm. and uh, that's where we get the terrifier short uh which rounds out the anthology here and uh it's um, a lady is running out of gas, so she stops at a gas station, and while she's there, the gas station attendee is kicking out Art the Clown from the gas station, and uh, as he says, I think the intro is, you think you can just smear your shit and piss all over our walls, and you think I'm not gonna find it? I said, you fucking creep, get out of here, <laughs> and Art starts walking away, and he does his scamp stuff, he goes oh well he says who me <laughs> um so that's where you first get introduced to art's shit play <laughs> uh which uh comes back actually yeah it in sure a, it in later sure does entry. so it's a character uh yeah uh, point um poo play poo play so uh My favorite band yes exactly i know you're a big fan uh, so, the lady's trying to get her fill up, but then her car's not working, and the attendant's like, "Ah, oh, let me go make," or he's like, "Let me uh, draw you a map to where you gotta go." Her car is working, but she doesn't know where she's going. And while she's waiting, it's too long, so she goes inside and she sees Art dismantling the gas station attendee and he's all <laughs> smiles. Yeah, and you go, "Oh, okay." Uh, and so she gets scared. She starts driving away, and she drives for. I don't know, a mile or something. And then she sees art on the side of the road with a, a sign that says he's hitchhiking and the sign says carnival <laughs> or circus or something. Yeah. And she goes, that's impossible. There's no way he <laughs> can be here. So art is a, uh, an agent of hell, uh, or he's some sort of supernatural demon. It is downplayed sometimes. Uh, but, uh, he does have mystical art. So
1: sometimes he has a gun. <laughs>
2: So, well, uh, yes. So here, here's the big thing. So a Lady's trying to get away from him. He's trying to get in. Uh, her car does break down uh, and they have a fight. And that's where you're introduced to Art's weapon of choice, which is kind of a cat of nine tails. But on the end of the whips are like things like razor blades and syringes and stuff, which I actually thought was kind of a neat weapon. Uh, so they have an altercation. She gets away. She gets picked up by a guy uh, and she's like, just drive. And then she's driving and then a car pulls up and it's Art. Mm -hmm. Art drives a car, Jarrett. Yeah, and I was amazed by Art does stuff that constantly surprising me. Mm -hmm. So he's driving a car, and she's like, "No way, it's Art." And then Art pulls up a gun, and I go, "Art uses." (laughs) So not only does Art drive, but Art Art, uses a gun.
1: uh, Art Art don't give a fuck. Art and Art this is this is the my my praise of uh, of this concept of a character is he doesn't play fair. And it doesn't matter because that's what you're – that is what you sicko fucks watching this shit are there yeah. for. You're there for for horribleness. Mayhem. And it's like yeah. – and Art delivers because he doesn't play yes, by he the does. rules. He, he is like Evil Bugs Bunny.
2: Yeah. Um, and, and he just I, shows
1: up and, and fucking just maims you, yeah. defiles you.
2: I think Evil Bugs Bunny is a very, uh, very good description. And I am also a big fan of that because when i saw art driving i was like okay <laughs> i was like i like this let's see where it goes and then when he pulls up the gun i went oh i said yeah art just does whatever he feels like he's you, not afraid to you, bend you some rules you don't think
1: bugs bunny would be smearing shit all over the bathroom of like uh, a saloon that like yosemite sam ran or something
2: i mean an evil bugs bunny yes 100 percent, 100 percent. so art shoots that guy and then the lady tries to get away and art eventually gets her and then you're like oh okay that's fun uh and then uh Lady back in all house Eve, she's like a little upset, so she turns it off. She's hearing stuff, and then the TV turns back on, and then there's Art, and he's kind of being playful, and he says, hey. He doesn't talk, actually. Art's a mime, Uh, but he acknowledges that he sees her, and he starts tapping on the glass and starts Mm -hmm. waving at her, Um, and then uh, she runs upstairs because she hears a noise, and Art's already upstairs, and he goes, He does the kind of snickering laugh thing, and he goes. He he he's also a big fan of pointing and laughing, which I also like. He points at people, and mm-hmm. then he starts laughing because of how ridiculous they are. Uh, she finds that the kids have been brutally murdered, uh, <laughs> and then and then all houses. <laughs> yeah, ends, and that's just the end. And I went, okay. <laughs> I said, I see what art's about now. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, I rolled right into Terrifier because that's what you do. Yep. And uh, this is the art show. Yes. We have two, like, college-age kids uh, leaving a party. Like, uh, they're in costumes. Uh, They go to their car, but one lady's like, you know, we're too drunk. We can't uh, drive. Let's go get some pizza or something, sober up. They pass Art walking to the pizza place, and they're like, that guy is weird. But they don't think much of it. So they go into the pizza place. They're starting to get pizza, and Art comes in, naturally. He's got his garbage bag. Yes. I totally forgot this. This actually has an intro. It is uh the lady who is the babysitter in all Eve. She's a news reporter in this. They've recast her. Yes. And she's talking to a woman who has a horribly mangled face. And uh, the lady's like, uh, a lot of people say art is an urban legend and that he's not real. And then she's like, tonight we're talking to a survivor. And um, she starts talking to this lady and the lady's like arts uh, or they're like, uh, cause the lady's like, art is dead. We found his body. He's dead. And this lady's like, art's not dead. Art can't die. You can't kill evil kind of thing. And then news reporters in her change room. And she's like, yeah, it was, uh, she's like, uh, that lady looked hard on TV. Imagine what she was like in real life. And then, uh, the lady's in the change room and she starts k- smashing up a uh, news reporter lady's face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. And then and then the show starts and then you get right. those girls. So then you get to the pizza place. Art's uh, really staring at one of the girls. She's really uncomfortable. Her friend thinks it's a joke. So she starts taking selfies with art, which is like like the banner of this movie or something. Yeah. Um, and then art goes to the bat or he proposes to the one girl and then he goes to the bathroom and then art gets kicked out. Do you <laughs> any guess why? I mean, you've seen it, but he really he really shit up the place. <laughs> he really shit up the place. Oh, it's so fucking vile. Yeah. So Sal kicks him out and uh, same kind of thing is like he's like he's like, how can someone do something like that? He's like in my my pizzeria. (laughs) Oh, so they kick Art out and the girls are like, that guy is weird. Uh, So they go back to their car and uh, their tires flat. So they have to call for a ride. And then girls like, I got to go to the bathroom real bad. And they see a guy at a building and she's like, I use the bathroom. He's like, lady, I'm here to exterminate some rats. If you want to use the bathroom, go ahead. Uh, and it's really interesting. Like, I like the setup to this. Like she passes a homeless lady and the homeless lady's dialogue was really neat. She is kind of like, are you the new tenant here? Like very kind of like delusional. And I was kind of like, that sounds like what a genuine, like homeless person kind of sounds like. Do you know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I kind of liked, uh, the way that scene played out. I also forgot in that TV thing when they're talking about Art being dead. Art seems he's watching it and he seems to be offended by it. So he, Art watches TV as well, uh, and then he applies his own makeup. So that is another thing in the pan in the uh, mytho mythos of Art is uh, he has to apply that makeup himself. Uh, just of note. Mm-hmm. Um, so then these ladies are in that building and uh, Art shows up, obviously. Uh, and, uh, the one lady's kind of looking around and then she finds art and he has, or like he knocks her out, ties her to a chair, and then he has like a big unveiling and it's, uh, the other girl who's taking a selfie. She's kind of hanging upside down. And then you get a bone tomahawk esque uh, (laughs) scene, which, uh, I wasn't like, like I wasn't put off by it, but I was just like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I was like, "I wasn't expecting that yeah. level of uh, brutality <laughs> yep. in this." I saw a lot of people describe this movie as mean, yeah, uh, and it's like this movie is mean, yeah, not that absolutely.
1: scene though. Absolutely, the if, next scene now, I think
2: is well. Now, maybe. have you
1: have you seen the uh, the rumblings around Terrifier two about men fainting in the theater? I mean, okay, I, so I have, so I've but... seen that shit, right? But yeah. then like I saw someone tweet like, you know. I've seen people post about that, and then I watched it. and I went, I can see it. Oh, um, which, well, which I'm like, oh, good. I, 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 that's some high hopes there.
2: Yep, that is that's high praise, high yeah. praise. Uh, so yeah, that scene is like gro- grotesque. You. You watch it, and Art's having a ball. Jared, mm-hmm. he just likes to have fun because he's always smiling. He's always smiling. He's yep. got he's got one of those smells that just
1: never closes. Just There's never always, closes. So his teeth and that little yeah. that little weird nose of his
2: and that chin. Yep. Yeah, very like like very hook nose kind of thing. Like yeah. he looks like a like an old gypsy, like a thinner kind of gypsy. You know what I mean? Mm, that's, is that is uh,
1: that's not a word we use anymore, RJ?
2: You can't use gypsy anymore. No. When did that get taken out? A while back. Oh. Roma. Roma. Oh, okay. Well, so, and, like, Andrea's grandparents are from Europe, and they always talk about gypsies. I bet they, like I, just I'm, people,
1: sure, I'm sure they do.
2: Not in, like, a bad way, but it was like, yeah, the gypsies run through town kind oh, of thing. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> because it was just, it was but in their sense, they were just traveling people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People who went through town. So that was how I always thought of it. Yeah. He has a crooked nose, is what I'm saying. Okay. So anyways, that lady lady breaks through. She takes off. Uh, and then Art's kind of on his own. Art uh, encounters the homeless woman. And you don't see what happens. But then our lead lady, she comes about this scene. And she sees a lady crying. She goes to console her. And then I think that is the true... <laughs> like, if if you describe something as mean in this movie, that thing is so... like uh, The scene that unfollows... I was watching it and I was like, holy fuck, <laughs> like it's nothing new. I've seen these things in some form in other movies, but the way it's presented is like I I found it genuinely jarring. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if I should even say what it is like, because you obviously know what I'm talking yes. about. Right? But yeah. like I, I did find that scene like uh like shocking. I was like, yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so uh, I wasn't again. I was. I just wasn't expecting it. And uh, that scene plays out for a while. And I, I do think that is the that's the the peak of this movie, in my mm-hmm. opinion. When it hits that note, you're like, "Oof." Uh, and then, uh, oh yeah, another thing. Art is uh, um, the lady, the sister that those girls. Uh, called to pick him up actually arrives and then we get another uh, character thing for art he has the cell phone and the lady's (laughs) like uh i'm here and then art texts he texts and he says uh we're inside she's really sick and he goes (laughs) because he he's he's playing the game you know so art not only uh not only drives and uses a gun and watches tv but he also texts which i thought was funny because so he is coherent he's very relatable Yep. Yeah. And then uh, he uses a gun in this too. like at one point, the final girl uh, does kind of like uh, not. Uh, he does get the one girl and then it's the sister becomes the final girl who's there for the ride. And uh, she fights him and kind of she's like winning for a second. And then Art pulls out a gun and oh, maybe it's the other way to someone. Someone's winning and Art pulls out a gun and shoots them. And it's like classic art. Um, and then uh, the final girl, the sister who came to the ride, she's trying to get away there's the the exterminator tries to help, uh, and then Art um, Art drives a car in this too. And like when he can't get to a lady, he just gets in a car and then drives it through the building. I'm glad this. that
1: you're really giving this the uh, Criterion Creeps proper film review uh, f- treatment.
2: Yeah, I know this is taking a lot of time, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like Art is uh has des- has earned it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he he gets the girl and uh, he gets her, and then uh, they kill Art. But then uh, the last scene, Art wakes up because Art is unkillable kind of thing yeah. so that is the terrifier round and i i will say uh i am ready for terrifier yeah. too if you're, it was made available tonight i would watch it
1: you're, you're on board the art train
2: yeah i i find or, art upsetting at times yeah but, but
1: just, i, I, like, I you remember when i was talking about these so enthusiastically yeah. and i was like i want like art the clown collectibles like i, I yes. like where is it where's my uh sideshow funko one Pop one or six scale art art yep. the clown with like little like hand like extra hands shit hands, shit hands the garbage bag yes. and and yep. some like get doodads it's like where's that where's where's yeah. my art? the clown
2: i'm with you i'm with you on that yeah i i can see him being a prominent horror icon so. I, I, I think
1: he's got little old sammy from uh trick-or-treat beat
2: i i agree i agree trick-or-treat's okay but i've never understood like the wide scale uh i don't know praise or love for trick-or-treat like i think trick-or-treat's fine but yeah, uh, fine. i'd say terrifier is way more um impactful <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah well because it's so. yeah because it's kind of like whoa yeah yeah there are scenes you go oh man so i don't know what the the right way to do this is i mean i'd say just do all house even then terrifier but yeah. it, if you just watch terrifier you'd still be okay yeah, but watch both. Um, but watch both because you're gonna want more art that, that's what the season's all about that's what the season's all about so i know that was a long kind of run but uh it's like i it's said like i do a, think that art i'm, I'm glad was, i'm
1: glad that you've caught the the art bug yeah art was deserving of that so
2: uh what about you Did you watch any movies this month
1: i uh, know i haven't oh, okay good uh, i'm just good. letting the discord
2: know scoop rj is big art head yeah and then uh I mean, if you want to go for a bit, you can, and then I I do have my trip through Eurasia uh, I can discuss as well. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, you you can hit a All couple. All right, sure, sure, sure. Uh, so I watched.
1: This was actually I, I got kind of hyped. Saw Sam Sanchez Ooh. give this four stars, and it's been on my to watch list forever. I believe yeah. uh, some hosts of a podcast uh, were were talking about this last year too. It's like oh, dear. one of the better films they'd seen. And I was like, I've been wanting to watch this forever. So this is from the director of Tetsuo, the Iron Man.
2: Okay. Um, yep.
1: Shinshinya <laughs> Uh This is Hiroku, the Goblin. Oh, th- th- these are bullshit goblins. Let me just tell oh. you. These, what what th- kind of goblins are? Ah, uh, it's like they're like yokai, go- like goblins, like Japanese monsters. But it's like literally mm. just like heads. With like spider legs,
2: so maybe you'd be yeah. shitting your pants in terror because it's spider related. I mean, movie spiders don't scare me. It's the real spider that's fucking constantly threatening me at home. <laughs> you know what I mean? But well, maybe this ones will get you too. Uh, I yeah. also so
1: i I watched two Japanese horror films kind of back to back, and I gotta say, neither of them did a whole lot for me. And I think the Criterion Collection is responsible for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I used to, I used to love Japanese movies a lot. And after being forced to watch them, I just kind of watch Mm -hmm. them sometimes, and it's just like, I don't know. There's something off with a bunch of these goddamn movies. Yeah, that's Uh, too bad. Yeah, so, yeah, the first one was the Hiroko the Goblin, which, uh, let's see here. A school was built on one of the gates of hell. Behind which hordes of demons await the moment they will be free to roam the earth. Hiroko is a goblin sent to Earth on a reconnaissance mission. Mm. He beheads students in order to assemble their heads on the demon spider-like bodies. Haida, uh, an archaeology professor, and Masao, uh, a haunted student, investigate the gory deaths and eventually battle Hiroku. Mm. That sounds cool. It sounds cool, but I don't know. I didn't do, didn't do a whole heck of a lot for me. I gotta oh, say that's too bad. Yeah. It's well, it's okay. I think I can give it like three stars, but yeah, I don't know. It seems like a polite three. Uh, and then I follow this up with yokai monsters. I bought, that sounds cool. I bought a, tr- a trilogy. There's a box set yeah. that Arrow put out. This is yokai mm-hmm. monsters. 100 monsters. Uh, this reminds me a lot of V, or Vi, or whatever you want to call it. That Russian movie where it's oh, all like cool it's then. all backloaded though. And even less so, because you don't get all the nights where things like escalate and you get all the cool, spooky monsters. Uh, this yeah. one's got a whole lot of cool looking demon muppets, but you know, you barely see them other than the one that's in the poster prominently featured that's got its tongue sticking out with one eye that bounces around very cheaply. Oh, let's see Yeah, so this is a fantastic world unlike anything you have ever seen. A greedy developer, in league with a corrupt shrine magistrate, brutally tries to drive people out of a tenement building and destroy the shrine and back, but he makes the fatal mistake of hosting a 100 ghost stories ceremony without the closing cleansing ritual, opening the door for the yokai monsters to punish the wicked. Yeah, I mean, that always happens. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I don't know don't have too much to say about these <laughs> i mean they sound cool they sound entitled. cool but i don't know someone might be interested in these more than me but uh yeah. then I, I watched a real short terrible uh sci-fi horror short called cybolica that is somehow 12 minutes long
2: and yeah, that lo- It looks like
1: shit yeah, uh, directed by Alex Greenley. Only thing that Alex has ever done. Three mm. inmates awaken confused and shackled inside the dystopian super prison, Cybolica. Are you, so you're not a Cybolica guy? No. Damn. I'm reading some people's reviews, though. A pretty good sci-fi action horror. I know. Mm. People are wrong, though. Or how I, about I... a scene on Alter? not a bad sci-fi horror short with action to it it did go a bit saw at the start of it though oh yeah it is absolutely just saw at the beginning Mm -hmm. and then the monster shows up there's a fight it's nonsense don't watch it Uh, but RJ Mm -hmm. how how do you feel about the um, Nintendo switch
2: I'm a big fan of the switch okay I
1: like the Nintendo Um, switch well would you like a horror based Nintendo switch short film in your life
2: I don't know. I don't know.
1: Well, there's a short called Don't Peek from 2020, mm-hmm. directed by Julianne Terry. Um, okay. While playing Animal Crossing, oh, a God. young woman meets a video game character who wants to be let out.
2: Don't Peek. How, how many copyright infringements are there in this thing?
1: Uh, you would have to
2: ask friend of the show, Ryan Nagel, who has watched this as well. Okay. Well, because, like, I mean... Nintendo doesn't. Nintendo doesn't even let people use music from games in like YouTube. So if this person actually has an Animal Crossing thing, like I feel like there's there there. These are me's. The me the is prominently featured, and it's like
1: her. And and there's like what's happening on the screen is echoing what's happening in the bedroom. And there's like a something in the closet. All right. Yeah, I and, see what you mean. And then because it's a short film, in the twenty first century, uh, a thing comes out. And screams, cut jump cuts, and then and, and Nintendo Switch <laughs> falls to the ground or whatever. It's just like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> and you go, oh good, oh good, oh goody, <laughs> goody, uh Not much to say about that either. Uh, okay. But RJ, are you yeah. fam- are you familiar with the director of Toby Hooper?
2: Uh, I've 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 heard, I've heard. Maybe the director of Poltergeist, probably not
1: yeah so are you aware uh he's dead and that uh yeah we that, got him what his last film was a, a little film because also do you remember hooptober
2: yeah and that thing drives me nuts like i uh... think it's
1: done though i don't think it's a thing
2: anymore well i i the thing that drove me the craziest with that is like one year i i can't remember like six seven years ago I already had my list made, and it just somehow matched. I I haven't looked at that Hooptober stuff since, but it matched all the requirements of his. And I remember I tagged movies as it, but I feel bad about that now. But I remember that guy, uh, he was selling merch based on his Hooptober stuff, like things that he says or whatever. And I was just like, man, don't. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what that guy does in real life, but I can guarantee I don't want to hang out with him. So. <laughs> Absolutely. So
1: I watched Toby Hooper's last film. Jin. A genie pick? Yeah. A genie pick. There's not nice. that many. There's not that many. Wishmaster. Um, I'll mention that later on. Ooh. Um, the tagline for this film, evil wants an heir. Well, there you yeah, go. That's kind of cool. Uh, so this is like a like Muslim horror which is interesting, because there's not a whole lot of that. No, I, I mean, le- Sinbad
2: le- is le- Muslim adventure.
1: Yeah, let alone Toby Hooper <laughs> directing it. Yeah,
2: yeah, you don't see a lot of that. No, so that's
1: novel. Uh, desperate to put the traumatic loss of their infant child behind them, newlywed couple Khalid and Salama return to their home in the United Arab Emirates. Uh, hmm. Unknown to the couple, their new luxury apartment block, Alhambra was built on the site of an old abandoned fishing village of the same name. It's like, just like you. Know. <laughs> Legend has it that the uh-huh. village was abandoned after malevolent man- beings haunted its inhabitants. Unsettled by her new surroundings in the eerie hallways of Alhambra, Khalid worries his wife is failing to battle her personal demons. But could it be something far more sinister? I mean, it sounds uh, yeah. like a movie. This is a movie that takes place over the course of, like, two days. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, there's something. Like, it's not garbage, okay. but at the end of the day, you'll feel like you've wasted your time. Uh, Yeah, I see. And that's not what you want in Over. It's so, like, I don't know. These movies about pe- um, women in apartment buildings, be, yeah. like, you know, the Rosemary's Baby formula. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, remember uh, Polanski's Repulsion? I I do remember repulsion. Yeah. It's hit and miss and this one's where you are kind of like okay, there is nobody else in this entire movie for these things to be other other either there it's completely in her head which yeah. which case that movie sucks real yes,
2: bad. Yes, I agree.
1: Or it's like well everyone's like, everyone's conspiring against her. So it's like what's where's this where's the tension? Like you're just like yeah you should leave, but I know you're not going to because it's like a really cheap movie. Really cheap. Mm. Um with people getting thrown off of buildings and d- double yeah. d- double gin fakeouts and <laughs> stuff like that. Ugh. Uh CGI I hate the double f- fake out. The d- double fake out clouds. While well, you're like, "Oh, you thought it was her, but it was him." And you're like, "Oh." Mm-hmm. And then it's like, ah, oh, everything works out just fine. Who's
2: the gin?" And you're like, "Who cares?" Maybe we were all the gin all along. Yeah. Oh, you g- know? Oh, blue genie. Yeah,
1: you no. Know? Wishmaster. Wishmaster. No, um, that's too bad. What about you, RJ? You watch anything this month?
2: Uh, no, I haven't watched a thing. Okay. Uh, let me talk to you about your, uh, Euro-Asian films. One European, four Asian. Uh, so I watched, a, I watched a corpse pick. You remember when corpse talking, or two corpse picks? Yeah. Remember when corpse was talking about The Medium? I do. So this is uh, the same people who did, I think, The Wailing. Okay. I think think which i haven't watched but i uh oh no these are these are the people who did shutter Uh, um not the Wailing. i think maybe i watched a movie from the people who did the Wailing later i can't remember uh but uh, this is the same people who did shutter i think this is thai okay yeah okay a story about a shaman in thailand uh I so I watched some Thai movies and like some Korean movies and I gotta tell you like I watched a Thai movie last year too. The Thai horror movie I think is a uh, um a well of good stuff that is. unmoved. Oh, what's the name of that movie? I I remember watching um last year. I really liked that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're the one and I made the one with, with the, skin the
1: guy. Yes, yeah, skin puppets and and, and blah, blah, blah. yes in pedigree. Yeah, I I really liked that. I, I kept thinking of it as like the I bus movie for some reason
2: there's a lot of the buses. Bus there's a lot Creep of buses. yeah there's a lot of buses yeah there's a lot of buses uh so i watched the medium corpse recommended it and uh i like these thai films man this movie is um it's got some really good stuff in it it's got a few things that i think are like eh. i was like they could have cleaned that up a little bit but it's a cool idea so in thailand like shaman stuff is still uh like based on this movie i guess i don't know but uh it seems like it's still a highly practiced thing and like <clears throat> individual villages have like a shaman that uh is like the avatar james cameron of like a deity so it's like this lady who's the sh- like the avatar of this deity and like she does like things for people people who think have like curses or whatever she does like ceremonies for them there's drinking of snake juice in this uh as uh, like they do like a montage of her like kind of like doing acts for people and by snake juice it's a jar with a snake in it that's fermented that's what snake juice is jared mm-hmm. uh but uh so she's a shaman and then um she goes to a funeral and uh you don't really know what's going on yet but she has a niece and you kind of find out this backstory that like Her niece's mom, like her sister, was supposed to be the shaman and she rejected it uh, because it's like a bloodline thing. So the sister took it. But during this funeral, there's like this old lady kind of walking around and then the niece starts acting weird. And uh, there's talk of like the good deity spirits and then the bad ones that try to take over people. And so the niece starts acting really weird. And the lady shaman, she's kind of like, I'm noticing some strange stuff here. And then that's what the movie kind of becomes, is that uh, it's 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 like a possession movie for this young girl. And then it's this uh, the her aunt, the shaman. Uh, and she's trying to like uh, to to fix things. And uh, I liked it, man. There's some cool stuff in it. like, uh, Like when the lady's possessed, she does like things that are kind of like strange like they show her she's acting really childish she goes to like a ball pit with like other kids and uh she does this thing i can only describe as kid pushing where like kids walk around and she just pushes little kids and it's a very like um it's not like a like a super menacing thing but i was just kind of like i was like i see what they were going for here and i I was like i think it's working like uh just the image of like an adult pushing kids over i was just like hmm Uh, this is like a documentary uh like mockumentary film kind of thing is how it's presented so it's like people it's like we're investigating like village shaman and so it's like sometimes people talk to the camera sometimes it's just fly on the wall stuff um but uh Girl gets possessed. There's some. There's some stuff in it that's kind of funny. Like the parents are like, "Why is she acting like this?" And it's like, they've already been there for a month, being like, "Your daughter's possessed," and they're like, "Yeah, we know." But then like a month later, they're like, "Man, she's she's being real nuts today," <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, like you know, she's possessed," kind of thing. Uh, it's. I think this also falls under Catholic horror uh, mm-hmm. because I think this is the kind of thing Catholics are super scared of. Uh, so there's that and then the only one of the only downsides there's a lot of dog mark meat market stuff in this which i think is being used as a metaphor Jarrett. a metaphor but uh, good use of uh night vision cameras I think in this thing and uh, the ending I, I I don't think the ending is nailed kind of like uh, I think it kind of loses it a bit but um I think this is a good show I think I think you would you would maybe like it,
1: maybe. I'm not gonna say you would it's, like it. It, it, it is on. It's it's like it. in the it's in the this year pool based yep.
2: on the corpse recommendation. It's on Shutter, so yep, you can watch that. Uh, other trips, and then I can th- these couple I can do fast. I watched the host uh, by. Um... I'm surprised you'd never seen that. Yeah, this is a, an oversight for me. So uh, what is it, Bong Jun Ho? I think so. Yeah. Think, yeah, Bang yeah. Jun Ho. So I never watched this before, and I watched it, and uh, I think the host is good. I think the I think I could see some people like really mm-hmm. losing their shit about the host, which and it's like, I'm not there.
1: The movie, uh, yeah, I I have always. I think felt, this is a three. It, yep. In uh, my opinion. yeah, I agree. That was my. Yep. I, I watched that movie like, not that long after it came out on DVD here, and uh, yeah, that movie's real okay. And that's about it. Yeah. But I didn't get what people were getting out of it. Because it's, like, it's not really a horror movie either.
2: No, it's not. It's, it's an action movie or so, action adventure with family. One family. of the things I – yeah, it is. And one of the things I described like was in my review was um, I can see people taking – getting even hotter – about this movie, like really cream in the jeans now post COVID, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of government stuff. There's like virus and mask stuff and like manipulation of people. And it's like, I could see people really cling, like gravitating towards this now <laughs> before like all that stuff happened. But uh, yeah, it's not quite a horror movie. Uh, it is, it's smooth. It's, it's like a slick movie. It does. It still looks decent. Like the monster doesn't look bad or anything like that. Um, but the thing that I found, found really funny was like when they're introduced to the monster, everyone's reaction is they just start throwing garbage at it. And I was just like, that's the most human, like it's the most human response I've seen in a lot of these movies where it's like, that's what people would probably do. You know, when encountered with like, uh, something new, they would just throw garbage at it is what i think uh so the host it's fine uh I, i'm gonna talk about ringu real quick i watched ring and my only note was good
0: mm-hmm.
2: and that's all i'm really gonna say about it sure because uh, uh i watched the american remake in theaters when i was like 12 13 and that movie scared the living shit out of me yeah and uh this horse. just couldn't the horse. The horse. This just couldn't kind of live up to that, you know? So I yeah. thought it was good, but I was like, uh, the, the I... American one's so burnt into me, that's that's mm. all I know.
1: Uh, see, I watched the American one first, and then I yeah. did g- go around and I went back and watched like, I was like, I love J-horror stuff and like Asian <laughs> horror stuff so much, yeah. and I watched tons of it. But it's the same thing, like I was mentioning, like, I don't know, this, this podcast is just wrecked yeah. my brain, but I I go back and I've watched, I watched Ringu again uh, a year or two ago. And this is kind of like, oh, this is, like, not at all what I remember. I'm kind of scared to rewatch the stuff I remember being, like, really good. Like, Pulse. Suicide Club and Pulse. Pulse in particular. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, this is going to, like, be terrible. Like, am I just not going to be into this? I don't
2: know. They might. Possibly. Possibly. It's possible. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. So, Yeah, I like the American one more. And then two quick ones. Uh, I watched The Call, which is a South Korean film, but I think a Netflix film somehow. Mm -hmm. When I was watching this, I got real annoyed uh, because for the first 10 minutes, they were speaking in English, but it wasn't matching the subtitles because I watch with subtitles on now, even in English. And like uh, like the way they were talking was really weird. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, because it had Korean like text and stuff. And I was like, why is this like audio so weird like with the like the way they talk and then i realized it was net netflix default went to english dubs oh. instead of, instead of korean audio oh. with english dubs so i watched about 10 minutes of that and like it was noticeably weird what? to me i was like what is going on here with this movie like mr was, herman yeah it was like stuff like that and i was just like i was like this is so fucking weird um but, anyways, after I got through that, uh, the the this movie is targeted to millennials because uh, the horror like, in this movie, like you, yeah, the horror in this movie is answering a phone because you don't want to anymore, you know. But like your instinct is to answer it. I, I don't think you and I have ever talked on a phone before. You don't have a phone. Well, I, I do actually have. Well, a phone. you have
1: a house phone. I, I have phone. I have phones that I use that work. I I I I do talk. I I, I do talk. You can't call me whenever you want. Okay, okay. I mean, we we have Skype. Oh, phones. I mean, it sounds like you're afraid of phones.
2: I am. I don't answer the phone. There you go. Sometimes like sometimes like a work associate will call me to like invite me out, but they'll call me at like 9 p.m. and I'm like, I'm not answering it. It's like I'm not going to answer that. No, I don't answer a phone past 7 p.m. (laughs) Fuck no. You want to know where your children are? Nope, not me, not me. They text me, please answer. I'd say, no, call me in the morning. Uh, Anyways, uh, these people uh, live in this house and they hook up an old landline and the lady answers it. It's a young girl, or like 18, 19. And she's talking to another 18, 19-year-old girl. And then through some investigation, you find out that the girl on the other end of the phone is from the past jared a girl who has died oh my god a girl with a suspicious history oh my god so they try they talk to each other and then present girl kind of helps they kind of help each other out present girl lost her dad in an accident so past girl goes and actually saves her dad and then there's kind of like a scene where her world changes because history has been rewritten you you know exactly what i mean right and her, her wife's way better now And she's not talking on the phone anymore And that girl gets kind of pissed off of that So she kind of does something To the future world That kind of throws new girl's life off again So she has to answer the phone You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not, not, a, not exactly something that's been done But kind of in other forms uh, Yeah, and then it's kind of a It's a cat and mouse game, Jarrett But through time That's how I would describe it This is a solid like maybe a three star Uh, one thing that's really weird is there is a very prominent ad for a I wrote it down a Galaxy Note 9 oh it it is uh, very prominently shown and it's discussed here's my Galaxy Note 9 Samsung and I went why is this getting so much screen time? So, anyways, uh, the last of uh, my Europe movie is Koki uh, D, Koki Da, but uh, are you going to watch this? Because uh, I'll maybe hold off if you plan it, on watching. It
1: is on the, also on the watch pile list. Okay. And this is this uh, is also Shudder?
2: This is also Shudder, and yeah. it's the other corpse pick. I'll maybe hold off on this. Um, I will say that uh, I did like it. Is it flawless? No, not in my opinion, but I do like it. OK, so I, I won't talk about it today, but Koki D, Koki Will I like it? I would say you're 50 50. you go either way, you're saying? I think you could go either way. This is uh, Denmark and Swedish is uh, what this film is. Ooh, a baby. Yeah. So I think you will like some aspects of it. You're going to be like, I like this part quite a bit. And then there's going to be other parts where you're going to go. I don't like that part. I'd say you're 50 50. Okay. Yeah. Half and, and uh, half. So that was my tour through uh, foreign language films. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Jared? you watch any movies this month? Uh, yeah. So
1: the next two are both... Remember I was mentioning there was like a podcast that they were, they were talking about their... Yeah. yeah. So I watched two of these because they've been on my list for like forever and mm-hmm. I never really heard anyone talk about them too much for, for, in the one case. And then the other one was the availability of it just seemed to be like non-existent. And this seems to be like one of the most highly praised uh, blind spots for me, I yeah. think, for horror films. So I checked them both out, and i got to tell you, neither really did a whole heck of a lot for me. Uh, really? one, what one are these is, films? One is The Brotherhood of Satan from 1971. Okay, This poster is sweet. Uh, it sounds pretty cool on paper. The first like two minutes, I was kind of uh, laughing because it is... Peck and paw esque. Oh. <laughs> but then it's literal. And then you realize, oh, what what's going on with this movie? Mm hmm. Uh, so this is directed by a guy named Bernard Mc, McEvity. McEvity. That's a real person, sure. Uh, who's directed some real barn burners like Napoleon and Samantha, which looks like it's about kids and a lion. Sounds uh, awesome. The Bears and I. <laughs> also. Sounds awesome I mean, it's actually about bear bears uh we got bear bears bear bears one little Indian uh I think I've heard of that How about centennial this also looks like uh, really exciting I definitely have so heard exciting of that. it took two directors to work through uh it's about the Alan i can Smithfield? sorry it oh oh my god it is one thousand minutes long
2: uh could you repeat that, please? It's How long is that one,
1: film? 1,020 minutes long. Is that real? The economic and cultural growth of town of Centennial, Colorado, through the interwinding lives of the brave men and women inhabiting it, spanning two centuries from the settling of the area in the 1700s to the late 1970s. This starts, you... This is like a real movie with Raymond Burr, Richard Chamberlain, Robert Conrad... Wow. That's, it's
2: not a real movie. Lynn Redgrave. Don't, don't, don't give this movie the what it, what it wants. It's not a real movie. Okay. You know that.
1: Okay. You know well, that. Well, the Brotherhood of Satan, which is real. Yeah. A demon spirit of madness and murder holds a California town in the grip of terror. A family is trapped in a desert town by a cult of senior citizens who recruit oh. the town's children to worship Satan.
2: I've I've noticed a uh, real uptick in uh, um, geriatric horror lately. Oh, yeah, this one's from the, the 50 years ago. Well, maybe that's where it all started. Um, Ever
1: think of that? Which is crazy to realize that this movie from 1971 is now 50 plus years old. Yeah, that's that's pretty <sighs> wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, man, Brotherhood of Satan. This seems like <laughs> not that long ago. But here we are. Here Here we we are. are. Uh, Yeah, so this movie is a movie about people in a fake house hanging out, conversing about whether or not they should go out and deal with the old people that are also Satanists. Is that all they do there is converse? Yeah, there's a lot of talking. This this has big um, Roger Corman vibes of people Mm. standing around inside of fake domestic settings conversing about what they should do. One of those talky talks. Hey, It's a talky talk. Uh, L- LQ Jones is in this movie. He's a cool dude. He produced and wrote this movie. And also was like one of the main characters. Is that good? I don't know. LQ Jones is cool. He's an old cowboy okay. guy. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. He's involved with that uh, boy and his dog movie.
2: Uh, Which? The good one or the bad one? Wow, there's only one. Oh. Have I seen that one? Yeah, probably. Oh, that's the apocalyptic one, yeah, right? The Harlan Ellison thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I like the idea, but I don't like what the idea implies. Vic and Blood. Uh, so yeah. the
1: other film that came recommended, and actually most people do seem to really like this, but this just hit me the way that sometimes these, uh, like, again, these way Mario, Mario Bava movies... Like, people, like, flip their shit over, and they absolutely love the atmosphere of it all. This just <laughs> was like, I don't know. It's fine. Like, there's no... This this ain't no Suspiria. That's it's just, not? No. Even The Wind is Afraid, which is a Mexican film. Okay.
2: That uh, sounds cool.
1: I mean, even under genres, it's under fantasy, horror, thriller, drama. It's barely even a horror movie. Yeah. But uh so this is a group of college students led by Claudia decide to investigate mm-hmm. a local tower that has figured prominently in disturbing reoccurring dreams Claudia has been having. They are suspended from school for their antics, but Claudia learns from one of the female staff members that the person <sighs> in the dream is a student who killed herself years before and that the headmistress has seen her ghost.
2: Females, eh? Yeah.
1: It's so this is a. Uh, I don't know what you call it, like boarding school horror. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things. People like sc- like school movies. People do like school movies. There is a extremely long strip scene in this movie. Like how long are we talking? Uh, it's at least a full three, four minutes. That's a long time. And it takes a while. And then it all builds to a jump scare of, of but like a 1968 jump scare hmm yeah cat? so this is on tubi uh, uh sure this is, i don't think this has been available on a, a legitimate uh blu-ray release or anything like that that i'm aware of but, but i think i saw someone uh follows me at least watched it recently they seem to really like it i think mm-hmm. people do i think sam sanchez gave it the four-star treatment at some point a lot of people like this but was not for me maybe you'd be into it we don't we don't always agree
2: on things that's true that's true i mean i don't know i'll probably watch it in like three years and i'll be like you ever heard of this thing probably and you know yeah yeah oh, i saw, think i saw your, i think you i think i
1: saw you vlog it yeah no
2: yeah. i'll uh, i'll we'll catch up on this in about three years
1: okay uh yeah. then, I, then of course i did watch grave of the vampire that same yep. evening uh are you embodied are you familiar with dead time
2: stories I am because I've wanted to watch it, but uh, I never have. You should. Yeah? Is this available on Streaming Me?
1: It is available on Tubi. Tubi? Hey? How many uh, horror anthologies have you watched so far?
2: Uh, Me? I have watched. Okay, so Tales from the Hood, uh, All Hallows Eve, Books of Blood. I've watched three already which isn't bad actually but yeah I could watch it. Yeah, you definitely should. Uh the one segment in
1: this it'll bring you back unto unfond memories of uh Lloyd Kaufman comedy.
2: Oh, are we talking like um what's that baseball one? Yeah, sex.
1: Pretty much like that. But Okay. It's yeah, it's something. It's, it's uh, worth 90 minutes of doing other things. Okay. Yeah, I'll throw it on. Kind throw of on. like the Willies. Okay, tell me about the Willies.
2: You know about the Willies? I do, because I I was trying to watch it, but uh, my legal download never passed ninety nine percent. Oh
1: well, this is so. this is also on 2B Is it really? Yes.
2: Well, the fucking internet lied to me.
1: Son of a bitch. Uh, the tagline: You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll puke, you'll die. I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, yes tell me about the willies well I, I, I might watch it yeah uh, this is this is uh quite the lumpy film it's very imbalanced uh-huh. there's like it's a bunch of kids being like little uh 80s kids so they're talking mm-hmm. like very inappropriately now rj um uh, mm-hmm. trying to scare the other one talking about kids at school and things that they heard uh the big mm-hmm. the the big takeaway on this one though, i mean there is a essentially a, a, a toilet monster that like oh. who's got some night beast vibes, but oh. but, but not quite. Uh, they are really selling me. Yeah. There's a couple of set pieces that are like, Oh, that's kind of something almost worth watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a lot dedicated to Gordy. Gordy? Gordy is this character. Uh, Hey, pro tip parents, don't name your child Gordy. <laughs> What about Gordo? His, his name is, yeah, exactly, <laughs> Gordo, Gordon. Don't do How it. How
2: many people do you think have been named Gordon in the last ten years?
1: I hope none. No. How about Gordy Belcher? That's this character's name.
2: Gordy Belcher. That sounds like a Bob's guess, Burgers and guess character. What? He's
1: a fat kid. Uh, of course. And he likes to of pull course. the legs off of flies. Does he burp? Uh, yeah, he eats and stuff, and he's real gross. And uh, his yeah. parents hate him. Everybody is like mean and horrible in this movie. Yeah. No. So, what is this a good show? No, they're not. None of, <laughs> nothing. Nothing's good. Uh, but I mean, you're. I feel like the Willies you would appreciate to have on if you're trying to just like up your numbers.
2: Okay, that's how I feel. Actually, so the reason the Willies popped up for a while too is... um. I uh, I did something the other day where I showed Andrea my list and I said, based on poster alone, pick a movie for me. And the two things she's like, these are the two movies I'd watch. But she's like, but based on the posters, I would want to watch them. One was The Willies. She saw the poster and said, I might want to watch that. Yeah, you should definitely subject <laughs> her to that. Yeah, I might Sp- spread the wealth. And she also wanted to watch Repossessed. So uh, I don't, uh, I don't know what that is. Repossessed is the Leslie Nielsen. Uh, exorcist parody movie
1: oh from
2: 1990 oh yeah oh yeah which i told her i was like this is what this is and she said yeah i'll watch that and i went okay hmm. but we haven't gotten around to it yet okay yeah uh
1: have you ever heard of munchies
2: i have heard of munchies i was surprised you watched munchies it it kind of Came on all on its own via Tubi. After Willy's is like, you may yeah. also like munchies.
1: Yeah, you like Willy's munchies. And you said, yeah, I might.
2: I might like it. You know,
1: when you're assembling miniatures around the kitchen table and you're just mm-hmm. like, we got to have something on. Mm-hmm. Something to keep us motivated. Munchies you comes up. You throw in munchies? Munchies just pops up. You're like, It's like, sure, whatever. I mean, we just we just watched the Willy's. We just got the yeah. Dead Time Stories. Things are going real bad. Um, so Munchies comes on, and you go, yeah, this is a whole, like, so there's a there's a thing going on where it's like there's a little bit more film craft, I think, going on in Munchies than the, the, some of these recent movies. Oh. Like, in terms of, like, production value, yeah. but then you see the Munchies and the, the puppetry on display, and these things are, like, the ugliest, shittiest-looking things you've ever seen in your life.
2: Other than you and me? Yeah. Okay. Um, what about like Puppet Master, like five levels, or it might be up there. Um, so the
1: tagline: Just when you thought it was safe to raid the fridge, because munchies, and like the poster suggests, like a horny little creature looking up the dress of a lady, mm. and, and he's smoking, he's smoking a cigar. Oh, I like this. I like the sounds of this. Uh, <clears throat> Simon Waterman. A space archaeologist. (laughs) Munchie sounds good already. Discovers the munchies in a cave in Peru. Cecil Waterman, Simon's evil twin brother and snack food in Trepanois, kidnaps the creature. What Cecil does not know is that the creature, when chopped up, regenerates into many new creatures. And are they mean? munchies sounds good munchies f- sucks
2: what munchies sounds incredible
1: munchies is <laughs> not good munchies blows
2: man all right yeah um, sounds good yeah but... I, I think corpse is a fan i mean i i'm a fan based on your description
1: mm-hmm. you
2: know munchies sucks, RJ. don't do it i i mean i uh, the, the, I won't this year, but in two years I'll go. Man, I like this Munchies movie. I think just, you talked about. Well, there's, it d- once. there's
1: just something about like, yeah, <clears throat> this is '87. Dead Time Stories is '86. They just have that '80s comedy music. That mm-hmm. it really drives things. Oh, and I think it's, I think it's Dead Time Stories. That's got some real classic songs to it. Real, real beautiful, melodic, uh, very well written songs. With hideous, mm-hmm. hideous scoring. Oh God, yeah, just yeah. Watch Dead Time Stories, RJ. Let me know. Let me know when you're going to do that one.
2: Uh I mean, in the next couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. Okay. Likely. Uh, Back, back to you, RJ, and then back to I, me. I'm, I'm not sure how far we want to go. We want to. to you, man. We want to cut it off at uh, some point here.
2: We can do a couple that we've done together. Uh, sure, but uh, I can hit a couple quick ones. Okay. Yeah, you ever heard of Rocktober Blood?
1: I've heard of it, but Rockto- I do. But I do not know it.
2: This is a solid two star film, jerk. Solid. But solid two star film. But it does have some good stuff in it because I got a lot of screenshots from this film. I sent you a bunch. Okay. Uh like uh the what was the one? It was like it's like I'm going to kill your ass and then uh come here you little fucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like stuff like that. I just I, I just kind of thought it was funny. So October Blood, there's a musician, he dies and then uh a lady takes over and then she's singing and then a little while longer Someone comes back, starts killing people in her band. It's not a good movie, but uh, I did have the songs in my head the next day. Hmm. It's a metal band, and their their focus is songs about like death and stuff, like like slashers. And I was like, that's cool, that's cool. Nobody needs to watch Rocktober Blood. Okay, oh but I did, I did. Uh, you know what else? No one needs to watch The Conjuring Three. The <laughs> Devil Made Me Do It. This movie fucking blows like hard i know you've never been a conjuring guy but like nope. i i do think conjuring one is okay like i was like yeah i like this i thought conjuring two was like yeah whatever uh this movie i think is actually bad it's actually bad there's a mouse scare in this movie Jerp. a mouse scare a mouse scare it, it this goes movie, squeaking by it goes squeaking by and then you also this movie for a point is a courtroom procedural oh fuck yeah and you go and you go, okay, is this what this movie's gonna be? That, that's, and then what, it, that's what Creep is about. It, it it quickly shifts and you go, Oh, I kinda wanted more of that. So uh, the Warrens are they do an exorcism and then it jumps from one person to another and the beast gives Patrick Wilson a heart attack and then for the entire movie he's just like <laughs> <laughs> Like it's literally it's two hours of him <laughs> heavy Wilson's movie thing.
1: Okay. Am I Patrick Wilson, not great no
2: he's not like i i can see the charm of him like i could see him being really good with like night out with other people yeah <laughs> i i could see him being like a director's actor where it's like directors like i just like hanging out with that guy he seems fun yeah but then he actually you go right like he's not even he's not even a bad actor in this it's just his role in this movie is to heavy breathe for two hours and always go ah my heart <laughs> and uh, you go my, my ah my heart my heart you go okay this movie's kind of weird so like The way it starts is they do an exorcism, the demon jumps, and then it goes in a guy and that that guy actually murders somebody and then it goes to court. And then this was a real thing that happened. The guy pleads not guilty because of possession. Uh, And then the movie's basically valid. This is like, you know how you have a problem with witch movies? Yeah. Where it's kind of like, is this trying to validate that they killed all those people?
1: Well, by by inadvertently. By proxy? Presenting this, it validates that. Oh, yeah, actually, witches did exist. We did have to kill them. Yeah, all, this all, movie. All those women. I mean, there actually were witches. We had something to be worried about, rather than, oh my god, people are just, horrible.
2: Yes, I think you would get that vibe in this, and more so because this movie is is trying to literally say like this man was possessed and people get mur- possessed. The murder he committed isn't his fault, kind of thing.
1: And that thus that's happened before.
2: Yes, and it'll happen again, bitch. And it'll happen says, again, says Freddy Devil. Yes. Yeah. So I think you would uh you would not like that aspect of this movie, but this movie in general is just kind of shit. Uh it's like they're fighting like an occultist lady and then you're like, is this the bad guy? And then it turns out to be kind of the bad guy and you're like, Yeah, okay. Um but yeah, it's there a lot of a lot of bad shit like that. The one thing you would like, there's a ton of huge bloated naked fat people running around in this movie. Oh hell yeah. Which I know you're a big fan of. Oh yeah. Um, the biggest it doesn't, man doesn't happen a, a, like a whole bunch but it happens in at least two two separate scenes two separate scenes that's, that's that might be a little bit too much yeah two separate scenes for huge naked fat people running around uh but yeah i thought this movie was absolute shit uh fantastic <laughs> and then i watched the beast within which maybe you told me about this like a year or two ago uh, uh i think i well oh, i i saw this movie ages ago okay this is a transformation movie yep uh transformation into what i don't know i don't know plays off like a werewolf for a while a little bit a little bit uh this movie is uh very rapey and i find a lot of transformation movies are i think it's a metaphor thing where they're like it's taking over your body man just like a man might take over your body on a street side somewhere and you're like oh I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Mm. I find werewolf movies always Mm -hmm. to have a lot of rape. in them. So
1: do Bigfoot movies
2: and Bigfoot movies as well. Yeah. So there's a lot of rape in this movie. Uh, Most of this movie is kind of like whatever. And then there's the transformation scene and you go, this is why I'm here. You say, this is why I just watched an hour and 15 of this movie or whatever. It's for this five minute scene. Uh, The transformation in this movie is pretty, pretty wicked. It's really cool. Yeah, it's been... Uh, I've seen it once. uh, I don't
1: remember anything about it, honestly. So, I don't know why I would have mentioned it specifically, other than
2: maybe you should watch (laughs) it. Like, maybe I mentioned it a while back, being like, yeah, maybe you should check this out, Roger. Might have been when you were still rating stuff, and you maybe gave it a three or something. And I was like, that's (laughs) a
1: good... High praise, three stars. I was like,
2: that's high praise. I'll I'll add it to my list. Um, Something like that. Yeah. but, uh, yeah, the transformation is awesome. But uh, there's a really gross scene in this guy where a guy gets seen in this, where a guy gets delivered hamburger. And he's just mushing it up with his hands. And he pours soy sauce on it. And he's mushing it up with his dirty, shitty hands. He's like, how you like your booger, son? And I was watching it. I was like, ugh. I was like, this is fucking disgusting.
1: Yeah, I imagine this is a high horror for Mr. Chopsticks. For,
2: for me, yeah. <sighs> Um, I have a couple movies left. I think I might save Cherry Falls and yep. X for next week. Okay. Cause, uh, Cherry Falls is incredible. Uh, and I, would like to give that some time and X, uh, I have an opinion on X, uh, but Nighthouse we both watched, but before that, do you want to hear about Books of Blood and Layer of the White Worm or should I just.
1: Well, save those
2: two maybe. Okay. Yeah. But I I know you also watched the Night House, so I, I did. We could discuss that if you want. Yeah, we could do that.
1: That's. I cool. mean,
2: I don't know how much there is to discuss. Yeah, about the Night House. I don't uh, know either. I, I think we both watched it because it was uh, Bruckner. Hey,
1: so yeah, we, we, we're, we're Bruckner fans. I think we are
2: Bruckner boys. Yeah, yep.
1: we like we liked that one movie of it specifically uh, quite yep. a bit. I guess maybe more than other people. And the, uh, his, the his solid his buzz on south, the new one. Southbound. Uh, the, the actually cool. the, the signal's good, and that's uh, I mean, that's kind of uh, that might be a movie borderlining on cell territory, and it doesn't even have uh, people running around in circles. Okay, but it's also kind of like the sadness, which oh. that, I think that movie is going to be an interesting view. Are you planning on watching the sadness this month? Yeah. I wasn't, but I you, could. Are you familiar with The Sadness?
2: It's the first time hearing about it's,
1: it. it. It's it's basically um, crossed, like Garth Ennis' cross <laughs> oh, in, okay. in movie form.
2: Okay. It's, if it's on a stream, I'll maybe watch it. It is on Shudder. Okay. The Sadness. I see, from uh, 2021? Yeah.
1: Okay. 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 I was planning on watching it, but
2: uh, yeah, it might be... Watch it when you're, you're at the house to yourself. Is this a movie that I, I have to mute for a while just so that people don't think I'm uh, <laughs> doing things? The dogs, the dogs
1: don't start barking and trying to get out <laughs> yeah.
2: and try to get you. Well, when I was watching X last night, I had to mute the TV for a while because I was like, uh, yeah. I said, this isn't going to work well for anybody. Uh but,
1: yeah. So the Night House. So this is. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think? i like did you think about me when you were watching this movie? i did you?
2: because i knew that like i didn't know if you would actually get to it mm-hmm. but i was like because we had talked about it we're like we both want to watch that hellraiser we like the ritual uh southbound's a good movie too um and for this i was like i was watching i was like i think jared will Appreciate. be into this
1: yes there's definitely parts of this that i think are pretty cool yeah
2: I, I think you would also like the kind of the heavy lean in
1: into what this movie eventually becomes. About the, pers- about the, about whose perspective, the perspective of it. Now, <laughs> yes, this, I, 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 I actually I, thought you would
2: like that. Yeah, so. no, there's like some
1: really neat things that are going yeah. on at times in this movie. Uh, yeah. yeah. So this is the Nighthouse from 2020. Uh, yeah. The truth will surface. What a fucking garbage tagline. That's the worst yeah, that's tagline dumb. of the night. Worst tagline of the night. Reeling from the unexpected death of her husband. Beth is left alone in the lakeside home he built for her. Soon, she begins to uncover her recently
2: deceased husband's disturbing secrets. Disturbing, indeed. Okay, wait. I gotta go to the bathroom real quick, but... I think you could just talk about this movie generally because I've seen it, and then I'll come back and I'll get your actual okay. opinions. All right. So I don't think you have to stop. This, this is all in camera. This is all on the podcast. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. No, leave this on. I'll be RJ, like less than a minute.
1: RJ's got problems, folks.
2: Well, it's 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 a thing. It's
1: you gotta take care of it. You gotta take care of it. All right. So uh, the Nighthouse. So this is a movie that follows uh, uh, the Rebecca Hall character named Beth, and yes, she is despondent uh it's kind of one of those movies where you the action starts off inside of the house and there's a scene where two characters are walking toward glass and the sounds all distorted and you're like man i really wish we had subtitles here like what What if you're watching this in the theater and uh, some some assholes besides you eating a big of popcorn you'd be like really frustrated because you're like is there anything happening is there anything really important is someone peeing very loudly not that far off from the microphone Uh, hard to tell, it's hard to tell, so anyway, you know that there's some sort of tragedy that's going on, so this is some real, real RJ territory about grief and loss, and you're like, well, what happened, every fucking horror movie that ever exists now is dealing with someone who's just killed themselves or like a, a dead kid, but usually there's like a husband and wife, and then there's longing photos of it, and it's just like, it's the same old thing, uh, that these movies kind of rely upon, so anyway, you find out, her husband killed himself, and it came out of nowhere. Uh, she killed himself with a gun that she didn't even know that was in, in the home. And I guess the description is that she gives to a one of those real Karens, those people that flush the toilet uh, with the door <laughs> open, and they come rushing. Did they Did they even wash their hands is the question that the audiences will be Always. asking. Always, uh, I never. While miss a while watch. they're watching the night house, so yeah. yeah.
2: So where'd you get in the plot?
1: Okay, so she, we basically where a, a real Karen comes uh, wanting to grade grub some grades for her, her kid uh, who missed an yeah. assignment, and that's when the that's when uh, our protagonist like just like lets her have it, Say, "Yeah, my husband shot himself, uh, yeah. and uh, yeah, that that was a personal matter. I didn't really want to get into. So fuck you. So she's yeah. really she's got no, no fucks to give. But then yeah. of course, so anyway, so her life's a mess. Uh, she doesn't know what she's going to do. She's grieving. Uh, yeah. but then there's some spooky things going on and people, at, people act very conveniently for the plot of this sort of movie. Cause there's like, what's yeah, his I, name? Is it, uh, Mel, the guy the, who's just like the neighbor. Yeah. He's just like around. He's like, Oh, I never told you this one little thing.
2: Remember when I, remember when I told you there was no houses built over here. Well, there was one little house that I knew about. Uh. And I maybe never told you. But maybe I seen to your husband once and maybe maybe it gave me a weird feeling. Remember that, but, you know, remember that statue of the lady with the giant needles piercing him? I don't know. Me, One time. <laughs> maybe it was a thing. Maybe it wasn't. Who am I to say? Who am I, Who am to, I say? to say?
1: So anyway, um she's dealing with stuff and there's not but now there's like spooky things going on around the house. Oh, yeah. Uh there's Big a spook. voice. We never actually hear her husband's voice
2: in this movie in
1: fly, right like I think
2: not until the very end. But even then
1: it's distortion.
2: It's in, yeah. That uh did, did you recognize that guy? The, what the voice of the oh, the, vo- the, the p- husband, the actual guy? Uh Owen? Oh yeah, yeah cuz he, well, I recognize him. He was in The Empty Man. But uh what? he was uh in Archive 81 or whatever that that uh, Netflix show you made me watch. Yeah, he was the cult leader in that show.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. He's also in Bone Tomahawk.
2: Yeah, I, I just I just saw that. I don't know who I haven't seen Bone Tomahawk since the first time. So, yeah. but uh yeah, that that's that archive guy. And I was like, oh, yeah, yes. there, there you go. Yes, that guy. And his name is something like Owen in that movie or in that yeah. show too. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a, his thing. I he's guess a,
1: he's a real Owen.
2: He's a real Owen. So, anyway, yeah. things are creepily happening. Um, yeah.
1: And then things start to reveal themselves that, that the husband was doing something. Uh, there's some cool stuff. I'm, I'm into evil architects. Uh, you are. Build, yes, you building are. Building mystical cages for entities and weird, yeah. like uh mazes and like old tomes uh mm-hmm. then we get like kind of these half-assed versions of like oh i just happened to get this from this like artisanal bookstore uh in this rural area and there's like this total like hipster douchebag not even hipster douchebag this is like a kind of like a like a real like douchebaggy kind of bookstore guy yep uh you're like, just like come on like why are they I just like what lazy casting it's like no this guy would not own this business nor would he work for yep. them like this is this, this it's not a fit this it guy doesn't look great, like he likes big, books.
2: It'd be a great big guy named John, but he'd be super nice. And you'd be like, this is a nice guy. I like him. Yeah. You know no, what I but mean? It's got to be this guy because it's, it's yeah. snarky movie makers. Yeah, Guys who go, one second,
1: please. And yeah. then you go,
2: come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come
1: on. So anyway, uh, there's like that, the an enigmatic letter she gets, which like, I don't know how you could read it any other way that nothing is after you. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I'm like, I literally read that and I went, Oh, that's what the letter actually says. But it's like, our characters are kind of dumb and
2: slow on the uptake. I also, so like, you know, when she's reading that letter with her colleagues, like that scene is like, I think it's supposed to be uncomfortable because how much they're pressing her. But I was like, I know there are people who exist like that, but like the way that they're talking to her, it's like, are you, fucking out of your mind this is my movie movie friends i i know but like and like like i do know there are people like i've been asked sometimes inappropriate questions where i've in my mind been like what are are we doing what what are we doing tonight boys or yeah like (laughs) yeah like stuff like where it's like in their mind they don't see it as a like uh inappropriate yeah but you're just like are it's like are you fucking kidding me but like that scene where they're just like probing this lady i in my mind i was like are you fucking kidding me i was like are these people out of their mind that's how it seemed how it seemed so
1: Yeah. yeah i mean eventually the other shoe drops and you find out kind of oh this was happening but then you're like but why and what, why, 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 why this other location? And then yours, like there's an entity, like there is like the entity, yeah, and uh, sequences. And then it gets kind of cool with with houses and um, mm-hmm. sconces moving, uh, yeah. And like it, which is cool. Like it, it's pretty, it's pretty subtle, and it works really well. I, I really Haunted liked it. Architecture. The, the final shot is really cool too. I, I think the. Uh, Do you the,
2: remind me of the final shot? Uh, it's the
1: boat, and there's like you know how there's ripples and shadows on a body of water, but they yeah. position it just right where it looks like someone might be sitting there.
2: Yes, that was I, I do that remember. was,
1: and it's like just enough for you to figure it out, and then it cuts to black, and it's like, yeah, that's pretty good. But yeah. um, it, this movie's kind of stupid in in a yes. very frustrating way because yeah, it does. It's like, what's the what was the plan? It's like, is yeah. is this entity stupid? <laughs> like, oh, you got me again! <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, <laughs> what's going on?
2: Oh, then, I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that, and then it's kind of like, I, I I wrote a review for it. Yeah, and I don't I, I don't know. Did you did you read it? I did. And did you do you know what well, I mean? Well, this is...
1: Spo- yeah, 100%. I know what you're talking about.
2: But okay. <laughs> yeah, it is... I mean, so
1: spoilers, people, for people who want to check out this movie. That we're like... I think we liked more like in the time of yeah. watching it, but then when you have to talk about it again, you're like, this movie's not good.
2: Well, and see, that's the thing. Like, I think... Uh, like when you asked her like what did I what did I think of this I was like I do think that this is a this is a Jarrett movie in a yeah. sense because of what it's doing I know you like haunted architecture I, and like I, I I do think that the lean into it is good but I do think that this movie also like has implications where and it's just like are you saying this or are you saying this and it's like and i don't think you can say both and it's like i think it's got to be one or the other but i don't know exactly what you mean by this so like it is it like i watched this with andy and uh she she kind of felt the same way i like i did and i think that you do as well we're watching is like is this movie doing this or is it doing this uh, and it's like there's good things that we like about it, but then there were some things where it was like, um I don't know. <laughs> so anyways, you you okay. continue. Well I was but... gonna say
1: like so spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Um so yeah, the what's going on in this movie is that uh Beth had a near death experience. Yeah. And death or a spirit entity Became, becomes either infatuated with her or wants their fi- it's final destination, as R.J. Uh, commented. Where mm-hmm. it's like death, death wants her, death wants her mm-hmm. back. She, she, she escaped, and he's basically this this entity takes over the husband mm-hmm. to get him to kill her. Mm-hmm. And so, he, the <laughs> the way that like the husband's like, I have an idea. <laughs> I, I I don't know why I keep getting possessed and why I want to keep strangling her. But what I'm <laughs> what I'm going to do, you see, is I'm going to i to kill women that look just like my wife, and the entity won't yeah. know any better. And yeah. you go, what? Like, but isn't it death? And then, or it's some, or it's an, it's a, it's it's, it's an entity, or it's an entity. It's vague. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, um, I guess it becomes too much. And like, well, and, and... Uh, well.
2: So what, what? the entity says to her, monologues to her, is that he tricked me for a while, but I figured it out. And basically, the and like the guy, like what the guy says to the girl, he doesn't kill is basically like I can't do, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Like uh, so he kills like, so, himself
1: and takes himself out of the equation. Yeah,
2: because the entity has figured out that he is not killing that woman over and over again because that uh, makes sense. Because that makes sense, and that it's his. He isn't killing his wife. Um, ever. Ever. Uh, and that oh, yeah, he, has, I th- he knows I think, now. I and think, it's going to th- overtake him. I, I think the big clue is hey, how can you kill your wife again? <laughs> He's like, can we d- he's like, Man, that first time was pretty cool, man. Can we like keep that buzz going and just kinda of, like you know, like I don't understand keep the vibe? There's must be something maybe
1: there's some exposition I missed, but that's kinda of like what it feels yeah. like. And I mean there yep. was like this element of like this idea that uh I always remember the thing about like Ted Bundy, uh mm. was like had his type, you know, the, the Yeah, pretty brunettes and he was like he's like dating them. And then he'd like, go and kill them. Go kill them. So so it's like, yeah, this guy could have, like, that Bundy that Bundy thing happening, but no, they don't go down that road. They're like explaining away. Like, well, actually <laughs> it's like,
2: but it's also <laughs> but like emphasize that it wants her.
1: Yeah. But there's also a trap that I built yeah. my house into where I can entrap this spirit, but I have to like mm-hmm. feed the spirit. So it doesn't want to get out or something, even though it's like, that doesn't, what is going on or and something? Like, why does this thing not understand this? And why is it yeah. so slow moving toward resolving these things and etc. I don't know. Yeah. Some cool visual stuff. Uh, it was okay yep. in the moment to watch, but at the end of the day, not great.
2: Yeah, I agree. And like, that was the thing that like, uh, Andy and I were talking about were cause he, like even she was saying, she was like, she's like, I think this is like a depression thing because like it, she can't get away from it. And she, I like, expositions like stuff like i have depression i'm the one that it chases and like stuff like that so it's like i think that's what it's trying to say but then also it's like that guy actually did kill people and they find all those bodies in the house so it's like so is it a depression thing Mm. is it a monster thing is it both i don't think it should be both i think i think it should be one or the other i think they should have picked a lane yeah you know and maybe that was just what our watching was like that that's what kind of came out of that but uh yeah i don't know like there there's some cool stuff here yes but there's some other stuff here yeah. as well and then you go it's
1: a conf- not as cool yeah it's when you start thinking about it i think it falls apart yeah
2: yeah and that's that's too bad i mean i isn't... i do still yeah. i i do still like bruckner am i a bruckner boy I don't know. We'll have to see I'm that new pinhead out. to see.
1: Well, the, the real question, though, RJ, is are yeah. you a Giacchino boy?
2: Giacchino. Uh, and Giacchino as in... The composer of Lost, Michael Giacchino. Michael Michael Giacchino. You mean the director of some episodes of Short Treks? And now a, a
1: big film Marvel boy.
2: Cinematic Universe entry. Uh, yeah, so I... I this you, you you pegged it right, Jarrett. This is what I watched mm-hmm. last night. Secretly. Secretly. Well it was it was more out of melee's. Uh I, I just didn't log it. Uh, like I, I watched George it George Melee's. George <laughs> Melee's. I watched it and I didn't uh I didn't log it and then today I was like well, I was like, I know Jarrett watched it. I was like, I'll just talk about it when we get there. Yeah. So uh you, so tell, you, me, you tell the, no, tell the you, kids at home.
1: You, you tell me about Werewolf by Night. This is a... There's no escaping the night.
2: Is that the tagline? Yep. Oh, God. Okay, so um, Okay, so this is a Marvel Cinematic Universe entry. You can tell because in the opening, there is a silhouette of Iron Man and Captain America and Hulk in case you didn't know that this was a Marvel entry. They wanted to be upfront about that, Jared. This is kind of a weird one, because like, Marvel does lots of like short things, and now they're in the TV shows. But this is a one-off, hour-long feature. So this is kind of a made-for-TV movie, which I don't think they've done before. No. So this is a, like a, a first, uh, and it's a genre one. And uh, what they're trying to do is a universal monster-style thing, is what a lot of people say. That's what they say. Is what a lot of people say. And I think my biggest criticism of that is is it because it's black and white is that why you were saying that (laughs) like 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 roma like roma because this has okay wait before i get there uh you're introduced to this world it seems vague kind of i i would argue like even
1: though there's like an exposition drama about like the bloodstone family and, and now that bloodstones died there's a People have come together to say who will be the new
2: Bloodstone with the Bloodstone. What stone? I I didn't catch it. What kind of stone was it? uh, It's
1: the Bloodstone.
2: Oh. oh, 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 At the
1: Bloodstone Temple. You know Bloodstone, Bloodstone?
2: Uh, Bloodstone, Bloodstone? Uh, Bloodstone, Bloodstone? Uh, Bloodstone? Anyways. uh, So, yeah. you, You hear about some Bloodstone thing and about how there's monsters, apparently. And uh, you're yeah lots like, of
1: decapitated uh,
2: monster heads. There's lots of decapitated monster heads. I watched this literally last night. I can't remember the intro to it, uh, but it's something about monsters. And then uh, there's a gathering, and the bloodstone gets past generations. But there's an open call for it, and they're calling other monster, mon- hunters. monster hunters. And like my initial instinct was, I was like, I, I'm not super caught up on Marvel stuff, so I was like, are monsters just in play now? Like, is that something that's well, happening in, comics, in the Marvel? That was always a thing. Well, I mean, but... always in the comics, but in the like the movies. No. I was like, are monsters in play now? Because I know God uh, love and thunder has brought gods into it. And I know they're going to bring in mutants. And my initial instinct was, man, it's going to be a real bummer when Marvel writes off the Wolfman as being a mutant. And like, that's it. Mm. Because I think that's their out on this stuff um but anyways it's calling of monster hunters they come and then uh you get something that dr strange uh mountain or multiverse of madness or whatever had a little bit of corpse reanimated corpses but i think this is a rare marvel entry where you like a disney original where you have corpses like the dead corpses of people being brought to life to talk and i was like I was like, I would have never thought this is where it would have got, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the corpse comes to life and said, he goes, you guys are all the best monster hunters. There's a monster out in the field. Uh, whoever kills it and takes a stone is the new heir to the bloodstone. And, uh, you can do with that as you will. And then the monster hunters get released. Yep. And I mean, there's no real way to talk about it without spoilers. Cause this is a short, this is, yeah,
1: no one cares. Everyone kind of who cares. Yeah. Who cares?
2: So, uh, uh, you find the monster and, uh, so our main guy, which is the Itu Mama Tambien actor, mm-hmm. um, Gil Garcia Bernal. Yes. As, as yes, Jack him. Russell. As Jack Russell Terrier. Yep. Like a dog, you know? Yep. Uh, and, uh, so you can tell he's not really into it and then you find, he finds the monster first and he's kind of talking to him and you go, oh, they're friends. That's nice. That's nice. And then they kind of run and, uh. What kind of monster? Not a swamp thing. Mhm. I can tell you that much, Jared. Yeah. Well, what what did you think of
1: the grutifying of the monster?
2: Kate, I I when I watched this, I was like, I got to lean on Jared a little bit here because I I I'm going to be very upfront. I'm a swamp thing guy. I know very very little about man thing. There,
1: there, there is nothing to know about man thing. All you need to know yeah. is uh th- those who those who fear burn at the touch of man thing. <laughs>
2: So, so, is that his power? Is he? Yes. He, he just yeah. He just, yeah, people? yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. Fuck, Man Thing is lame. Man Thing is super lame. And, but he's like,
1: oh, I'm cute. And, I mean, what, he that's, is that's cute. What, that's what. That's what, yeah, the, the that's, what
2: well, that's what Marvel
1: does. They they take whatever they do and they grudify it, and then people go, Oh, I want a Man Thing Funko.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, is uh, <laughs> is unsatisfying as the Swamp Thing little short series was. You know what Swamp Thing wasn't doing. He wasn't doing cute stuff. He was blasting out assholes and ants. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. So, anyways, uh yeah, man thing was there and I was like, I actually didn't know that this was a man thing like thing. And I was like I was like, man thing's just here now? Yeah. I was like, alright. Whatever. Um so, he's they're, cute. so they're gonna have to bring back Howard the Duck. Well, I mean that's been in talk for a while. Uh, what was it? I think James Gunn has been oh, yeah. flirting with that for a long time. Of course he has. Yeah, uh, but again, Man thinks just going to end up being a mutant when uh, Fantastic <laughs> Four and X Men come into play. Yeah. It's already in play because I like, I, I've already heard that the the new Wakanda movie with Namor, like Namor is a mutant. So and Miss Marvel was a mutant Ooh, apparently. Well, I mean we're getting closer to having the Defenders, the real Defenders. The real ones. Not not Heroes for Hire as Defenders, whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. There's, uh, where there's, yeah, there, I mean, that could come. But, uh, yeah, so they meet Man-Thing, and you go, okay, it's Man-Thing. Uh, and then, uh, they get the stone out of him, like, he partners up with the girl, they kind of fight other hunters yep. off, and they oh, kill Oh, hey, him. how about that, like,
1: absolutely, unbelievably long, extended scene of, uh, was it Elsa, Bloodstone, and, uh, Jack Russell in the like mausoleum, the, yeah, yeah, they're, so they're like, just in there for 10 minutes,
2: they're just in there for 10 minutes talking about nothing, nothing, and then so nothing. I, well, they came a point, I'm like, how long is this? I'm like, Jesus yeah. Christ,
1: like, they just did nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some people, like, they're not, their, their, their hands get cut off, and then their arms, and then we're like, oh man, throats are getting slit in the MCU,
2: yeah, like, in black and white. <clears throat> So, yeah, they fight off, like, the other monster hunters, and then they get locked in the mausoleum, and they talk to each other for a while, and it's nothing of, like, anything. And and then, like, she's like, oh, I had a way to get out the whole time. I just didn't do yeah, it. And then you go... Dog shit. What? Dog shit. You're like, what do you mean you didn't do it? Uh, so then they get out, and then they get the stone out of man thing, and then the other hunters get there, and they're like, oh, congratulations, E2 Mama Tambien. you you... You did it. Collected bloodstone. And then, and then he, he touches zap,
1: it because he's a monster. Yeah, because
2: he's, he's a he's, a he's the werewolf by night. He's I mean, it's right night. on the poster.
1: Yeah, so gotta it's come him eventually with the wolfman shadow. And then he's captured, and they're going yep. to torture him or do a sacrifice because yep. it's what's her name, uh, uh, Harriet Sandum, Sand Harriet Cullman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's uh, there. Yeah. And yeah, then, uh, then, then we get a, a really shit house werewolf transformation that's like built yeah, he up. He sucks. It, hey? It's built up endlessly too. Like this is like a big deal. He looks like crap. We get a really yeah. bad tracking shot of a fight scene that is so fucking tired. It's like they were doing yeah. this on Netflix on like Daredevil uh, like a hundred years ago.
2: Right eight uh, years yeah well yeah so the the scenes built up with the shadow which i don't mind but then yeah he looks like absolute shit there's a the tracking scene and then there's the hallway fight where, where it's like we've seen the raid <laughs> but we've seen daredevil yeah but it's like we, it's we it's like, know you've this. already
1: ripped this off in your own fucking Endlessly. house and now you're but, doing it now oh but, but michael, now Jared michael blood giacchino on on the
2: on the glass blood splatters oh fuck
1: horrid and then cgi and, and, then, blood. and then uh uh harriet sansom harris burns at the of man thing and uh yeah. that that's it and then also bloodstone who we'll see again for 30 seconds in a future mcu movie or maybe a longer yeah. on a tv show uh like mm-hmm. scarlet witch or some crap um they go to the mountains of wendigore or whatever <laughs> you yeah, yeah sure. you know wendigore you know mm-hmm. you,
2: you, you, know, you know who doesn't know wendigore that is uh something who doesn't uh yeah. So there's a, there's that. Yeah. And then the last scene is a Wolfman and a man thing, you know, having a coffee and it's very casual and then it ends. Here's my big thing about Jarrett. What is this supposed to be? Garbage. Because I genuinely don't understand where it's like, is this trying to, because Marvel is, does so much effort to like propel things. It's like, is this trying to set up blade is this trying to set up mutants uh, uh, yeah
1: is this just Faith, nothing It's all, like that's hey, fine look it'll all pay off in phase seven
2: well and, <laughs> i mean yeah sure and like that's people, the thing it's like people you can are have fucking... throwaway stuff that's fine it's people just are, like is that what they're people doing are
1: like they're losing their shit over this thing they think it's incredible incredible it's they, there's been nothing like this visually ever that's ever existed it's so brave of Marvel to do something like this. It's like, what? It's like, let the, let the composer of Lost direct this, uh, like complete nothing. that's so, so badly paced. It feels cheap. Um, yeah, yeah uh, this, this sucks. I, yeah. but again, this, this Marvel shit, not for me. It works for some people apparently, but yeah. man, it's like, I like werewolves. This should be like totally up my alley. And yes, I just, like, it should. It's just like,
2: oh, well, that's why I was like interested in too. I was like a werewolf show that's one hour long. I was like, I was like, that sounds incredible. Uh, and then like, I didn't even really realize it was a Marvel thing until like it, it came out and people are like, Marvel's done it again. And I was like, Marvel, they did Uh, it. They did it again. They did it again. But yeah, like I, I just, I don't know what it's trying to do. And I think that's the biggest thing. It's like, what, what are you? What are you trying to be, man? Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's the thing. It's like, if if Marvel did more things, like, maybe this is the first, I guess. But if it was more, it was just like, here's an hour of fun stuff. It's like, okay, yeah, whatever. Here's an hour um, of pain. Here's an hour of pain. But, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like they're going to write off Wolfman in a weird way where it's like, they're not giving them the time they deserve. You know what I mean? Yeah, and this will
1: be the supernatural end of the MCU. They'll have Blade, Because of Blade. Doctor Strange
2: can hang out. Scarlet Witch could show yeah. up. And, like, that's fine, but I just – get some – do it better. <laughs> Be better, you know? It's very weird. She's not even smoking in this. No. You're going to tell me there's a Victorian era thing and people aren't smoking? Get out of here. Get out of here. I got to log this right now on Letterboxd. But, yeah, this was – um. <laughs> This is a weird one. Marvel Wondegore Mountain. See? Oh, yeah. My uh, Microsoft Edge just opened up. Wondegore. Cool. Okay. Yeah, we got uh, Early Earth, Late Hyborian Age. Get the fuck out of here, Marvel. 6th you know, you know, century. Marvel
1: you know, you know, Conan.
2: I mean, yeah. Conan. Sure. Jessica Drew. Yeah. Oh, that's 20th century. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. I... I get it.
1: People just like I don't know, beat their meat to this crap because it's all about Easter eggs. And I watch this, and I'm just like, I- am I supposed to? Do this? It feels like I should know who these characters are, and it's assuming that I've like wa- I've read all you the spo- I've read all the spoilers online, and I've watched already YouTube videos about it. it was like, oh, I gotta watch it when I get home after work, and I'm like. I- I know everything about it because I saw the spoilers for the cast list and then I watch like, oh man uh, it's exactly the way I imagined it would be but it's like no I'm watching this completely cold and then it's like what? Is this is yeah. this is this is an art this is an art this, where's Art the Clown?
2: <laughs> where is Art the one? Well, that's what I mean where it's like I'm not I haven't seen a lot of the new Marvel stuff but I saw I watched a couple of them like not even a couple months ago and it's just like it's like I don't know how what this is but yeah, Art the Clown is definitely not in it, yeah. is my biggest takeaway. Poo-poo. What, what do you think Art would do in a Marvel movie? <laughs> Where would he best be fit? Like, if there was one Marvel character that could feature Art the Clown. Well, they just turn him into the mask. Like the mask? The mask. Would he still do shit stuff? Mm-hmm. Damn.
1: Somebody stop me
2: you say that again smoking wow wow Huge. incredible incredible uh,
1: i think that's that rj i think we're gonna yeah, call, we're gonna so. call it right there that's like over three hours of
2: heft yeah that's uh well art the clown took up about uh, an half hour 82 minutes yeah. so yeah but it was deserved 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 so uh yeah that's our show man there
1: you go. That's cool. School seventeen in the garbage bag. What are ooh?
2: What are you gonna call this one? Asshole by night. <laughs>
1: ooh, <get to> go,
2: <laughs> assholes by night. Yeah, you know, what I, of us. <laughs> know <laughs> what I mean. know what I mean. Keep keep up the holes. Keep up the holes. Cokie D, Cokie Hole. Yeah. There's lots of things you could play around with. Or say, or art is real. Art is real. That's a good one. The night hole. (laughs) I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with mine. Yeah, you you do whatever you want to do.
1: All right, well, folks, hopefully that entertained you. Next week, it's like a continuation of Creeptober because uh uh, we've got criterion's to go to, and there are spooky, about madmen and such monsters. Scientists. Boris. Boris Karloff. Oh, atomic submarines and oh. haunted things. I don't know. I can't remember which ones are first up. I'm looking. I think the best ones. Corridor of Blood. That's not for two. That's okay. that's, that's few, the that's next. Like go. Three, that's three weeks from now. But yeah, cool, cool. I mean, that's fine. That's acceptable. Hmm. And uh, later yeah, on. Well, I got to start editing so I can at least watch yes. one horror film this night. Oh, you're gonna watch them. I'm gonna get. Otherwise, I'm gonna get screwed here. Screwed. You're get him. Hit him. But. Uh, any recommendations for people out there, RJ? From me? Yeah. Uh, Cherry Falls. There you go. I, I'm gonna throw out Primal Rage. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hit those. Hit them. Hit them. All right. Well, creep it real, folks. Till next week, and uh, keep watching the horror skies. What happens there? Uh, ghosts. That's a good question. Uh, Holes? Holes. There's no, no, no holes.
2: The ozone layer's got a hole, Jarrett.
1: Oh, no. You know? It's the 90s all over again. Do you know? 90s sweat.
0: Ugh.